Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. I'm one of your hosts, DK. I'm Chris, your other host. Improve if you feel like it. Uh, I gotta spell check that damn thing. No, it's gonna be wrong forever, and I love it. <laughs> hey, so we uh, we have a ret- another returning champion to the to the show today. Um, it, you guys might remember from our race with the devil, uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, our friend Jared is back. Jared, hello, gentlemen. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely, it's an absolute pleasure, Jared. I'm glad oh, you're here. Pleasure <laughs> <laughs> really, it huh? is. It is a pleasure. Thank you. So we thought we'd. Uh, just do a little bit of a 2009 recap. Kind of, we've we've given the year a little bit of time to see. 2009. 2009. Well, sure. There's a one in there that I. The one is silent. Did I did I miss some time travel yes, vortex look, somewhere? I think it was like a Freudian slip because uh-huh. I just want to live in 2009 forever. Uh, it's 2019. Even we might yeah, talk about it. Okay. Thought we, I may have you know stepped we will, into an Einstein God, Rose. Just and, stop. <laughs> we, uh, we've been on a Mobius trip this whole time. Oh man. Yeah. So, we want to talk about 2019. We will go back all the way to 2009. We're going to review some stuff. We're going to do some lists about the best, the things we loved from these this last year and the last 10 years. And the caveat of what we thought were this the best. This is favorites. This is not best because we don't know the best. I didn't see the numbers. Yeah. Okay. Didn't look at them. I, d- I don't want to see the numbers. Get them out of my face. You know, and once you hear this... Give us a comment on our Facebook, our Twitter. Uh-huh. We now we have a Instagram. Instagram. You're going to see lots of photographical evidence. Photographical? Yeah. Anything going on? What is this, Dateline? Stop talking. <laughs> now start talking to me. Uh, before we jump into all the lists and stuff, is there any, any kind of fun news? Anything going on you want to mention? Uh, just, I mean, really, things we know about are... You know, they're in the process of filming uh, Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah, we saw the photos of George Lucas uh, holding the baby. The babe. <laughs> Any thoughts on that, Jared? I wonder if he reminds him of the babe. Oh, what babe? The, the babe, babe with the power. power. Wait, wait, what power? <laughs> the power of Voonie. Who do? The power of the magic hand thing. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> it took a left turn. And supposedly from rumors that he is directing an episode, at least an episode. Is that a rumor or is that true? I haven't seen anything confirm it yet, okay. but... He's, why wouldn't he direct it? I know. And then the, there's another rumor going around involving Star Wars that they are pursuing Taka. Yeah, Taika Waititi is the perfect guy to do a whole trilogy. Let him have a trilogy if he I, wants. I, it's better than you know who. But I hope it doesn't... No, it's not. That who will not be named. No, no, no. Uh, I think Ryan Johnson's fine. She, uh, I mean, I, I would have to agree with Chris on this one. I mean, yes, Ryan Johnson is <laughs> is a good enough director, especially like in his drama uh, films. You know, like with Knives Out. Um, I mean, in all honesty, if it's something that he does on his own, five minutes in, we're already talking about less. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Hey, now this time I didn't start it, so we're gonna go with it. It's the guest's uh, privy. All right. If, you know, I agree. If it's something that it's of his own making. Right. I mean, from what I've heard, I haven't seen it, but I heard Knives Out is very good. You don't uh, like Lo- Looper, right? I, I was okay. I liked it a lot. I I mean, there's there's been other he's, films that have been... definitely a great director, like you said, so long as it's in his wheelhouse. I feel right. Star Wars was completely out of his comfort a, zone. A built universe, he has no business doing anything. And hearkening back to your guys' Star Wars... Um, spectacular? Episode, yeah, spectacular. 
I, I don't know I'm just if saying, he, always say it with Star Wars spectacular. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if he had some sort of vendetta against J.J. Abrams and just set out to do, completely and undo everything fans. that he had set up, or what the deal was. But the Last Jedi was such a miss. I feel attacked. Such a missed <laughs> I opportunity. Feel attacked. And Are you I, I will say that, objectively speaking, the film wasn't bad, but as far as a Star Wars film is concerned, I felt it was just so out of left field. Right there with the Christmas special. I think J.J. did make a good point about it. People don't expect to be challenged at a Star Wars movie. They expect to go and have a good time and see, like, you know, good triumph over evil and laser swords and explosions. Well, and that's not even necessarily all of it. I mean... I think the vein that runs through Star Wars, no matter what, is there's always hope. Even as bleak as Empire sure. looked, there That's was t- that glint of hope. Isn't that one of the main things about Last Jedi? Yeah. Isn't it? That there's no. there, there's always a little hope? Luke's the hope, man. It, no, because he... He's not? No. He comes and gives him hope. Not blue lets milk, him out. Not blue milk, Gets titty him out drinking, and, and hmm. that kind of stuff. No. I think what I'm saying is true from a certain point of view. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> all right, all right, look. Don't bastardize that quote. Listen, they've already heard all this enough. Yes, yes. Any other news, items, uh, topics, things, stuff? Uh, just the, the, the greatest, uh, like, uh, shall I say, demonstration videos. Uh, or explanation videos, I should say, is getting a second season. Oh, oh, oh! You're talking about Goldblum? <laughs> yes. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the Goldblum show. The Goldblum show is pure cinematic gold. It's pure gold. It is pure Bloom. gold. Bloom. It is. I wonder where he'll go. What he'll talk about? I, some of the topics he's already been on are just hilarious. I mean, it's like he had he did one on cosmetics. Yeah. The last and, and yeah. bikes and uh, bikes. ice cream, yeah, tennis shoes. Well, the very first one was just shoes, yeah, yeah, blue jeans. I mean, tattoos. He's who, who knows what he's going to come up with next. He's just like casually delighted by everything. He is. I love it. And it's like it's oh, the best part of it is, you know, and on those kind of shows, it is like um, personalized talking to the audience. But it's almost the way he does it is almost like he's sneakingly. Breaking oh, the yes. fourth wall. He puts his hand up as if he's telling you a secret, but he's shouting across the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. And, like, nobody knows that he's telling the audience that he's just supposedly having a conversation, but he kind of turns yes. and does that little hand thing. Mm-hmm. and He's letting you in on the secret. Exactly. <laughs> the man's a national treasure. He, he is. is. He is. Make sure, you get, make sure you get right up on that, boy. I'm looking at your waveform. It's a little low. Try try now. Just give me a give me a hey <laughs> Hey, uh... There you go. That's better. All right. Yeah, just make sure you get up on that thing. Gotcha. Just so you can compete with our big, strong voices. <laughs> All right. Anyway, any other new... Th- Jared, anything for you? I mean, I don't know if it's... Like I said, if it's something that you guys are already aware of, but um, they just announced with the uh, Morbius movie... Well, I shouldn't say just announced, but um, it is now confirmed that it is crossing over with Spider-Man MCU. Which, why wouldn't it? I mean, exactly. it totally well, right. should. And I mean, there was I know there was a lot of speculation when all of this was going down between Disney and Sony that are the Sony movies going to have anything to do with right. the MCU or are they going to be kind of in their own 
like a little bit kind of like their own sector Pocket. of the MCU. Yeah. Right. But not directly affected or affected or like affected by or affecting. It, it seems that, like you can't have it both ways, guys. Fox, come on. Well, just just you just, mean Sony. Whatever, dude. I just mad at Fox. <laughs> yeah. Well, for, Fox is no longer. What they and did speaking to my of like, yeah. Speaking of which, Fox is no longer in existence. Yeah. Well, it sure is, but it just has a different name. I was gonna say, like you, you could call it like a. Isn't it like Spotlight or something it, like that? It's called a. Was it 20th Century Spotlight? 20th Century something. Yeah. It's the same thing. And just renaming just a bad up. thing. I mean, there's still the television and all that, which is separate from anything else, and you know. Yeah. I and the, and the whole Sony Marvel thing, I had gotten a little insight. It was just all negotiating ploy on both things. Mm-hmm. They were going to eventually work it out. It was posturing. So it was just all publicity. It was posturing and publicity. You know, Sony got a little more out of it. Disney gave a little more up. You know, but they're all pretty much equal together now when it comes to the movies and like a perfect marriage. You know. No, all this like oh, we Sony, don't know if it's Sony's gonna be the, the husband universe. and Marvel's the wife telling him what to do, you well, know. And they're like, okay, well, it'll work out. So, I, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> though, like the whole well, we don't know if it's going to be in the unit. Just shut up and do it. Yeah, it's what everyone wants. It's I bet even you want this. And they and Come basically on. from everything that I was told, get they did. Here. It was just well, trying to get a few extra bucks. You'd out be of it. crazy to not want to get in on that universe. Well, the fact that the most successful of those movies. Or when Marvel's had its hands in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. It's just dumb. It just seems dumb to me. But I'm more excited the fact that Blade mm. is going to be... It better be ...possibly involved in a little, maybe, a cut scene? A cameo. A little Wait, cameo. Is, cut, in, is, that a, is that a pun? Because it's going to have a story. <laughs> I know, yeah. It was. <sighs> in it, so... If, if Blade could somehow be in Morbius... That that's a, you know I, I've God. I've heard I've heard a rumor that Listen. it's an after maybe an after credit scene you I'm get a little together glimpse. A team yeah <laughs> he's the new Nick Fury <laughs> well that goes into another thing that there's a possibility with having Disney having those several streaming franchises now mm-hmm. and the possibility of the movie since they have all those characters yep. and they're starting to develop that that a Midnight Suns. Oh, well, there you go. Are in, in, in development. What do you Nothing think of, solid, but in development. What do you think of, of this idea? What if we, what if they used their jillions of dollars and did sequels or continuations of movies, like old movies? I got this idea from when they talked about Michael Keaton possibly coming back as Batman, uh, Batman Beyond, right? Uh-huh. What if they did like more Tobey Maguire Spider-Man like as a show? Wouldn't that be cool? <sighs> I would think you would almost have to do it like a Spider Verse. Fine. I mean, like I don't care uh, how you the, want to dress it the up. Web is, you know, <laughs> gussy it up however you want, Trebek. Right. What matters no, is I does know, it work? No, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say for him to be like. <laughs> I, I I don't think you can do him as the focal point anymore. Why? I he just did that I, emo thing that one time. Uh, well, th- yeah that that was that was one of the well, Sam Raimi directed. It I great. know that was one of the Sam's biggest. You know, he was just having fun. <laughs> And he was having something. Well, he was having uh, a big problem with the studio is what he was having. Yeah. I, maybe that little scene was one of those middle fingers to I the studio. I think so, probably. <laughs> no insane. That's but probably... I, don't you think that'd be cool? We could revisit him 20 years later and... 
He's still well, I mean, Spider-Man? I mean, the way they did the Spider-Verse to have him, that he's been kind of, you know, sort of down on his luck. You know, things have happened yeah. that he's, you know, the, the beer gut and razor stubble kind of Spider-Man. I haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse. You haven't seen Into no, the Spider-Verse? I tried to watch it and turned it off. I couldn't get into it. Did it, you see it? It goes in and out in times of being... I haven't watched the whole thing. I've seen clips... I know enough about it to get the general gist of the movie. I don't know. There are cameos like that. Oh, is, 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 is there's, there's actually, there's there's actually a lot more. Than, is it actually yeah. Tobey Maguire? No. Is he, or does it just look like him? It just kind of looks like him. It just like, he's not Tobey Maguire. It just <laughs> looks like him. Okay. I don't know what that's a reference <laughs> I to. I have but no idea. He's just a fellow what looks like him. You know, we had had an ice storm. Did you fall down and hit I, your head? I feel like I did. <laughs> Okay. But anyway, I think that would be the best way to go to mod something like that. I know I just don't think anymore with as well as Tom Holland has been received compared to the other guys. Sure. I, I But don't you think there would be this whole group of fans that would be like, Oh, but that's my Spider Man I grew up with this. I have to watch this. I know It'd be there, a huge win. You know I what know I'm there's people out there that gravitate more towards uh Toby Maguire or um I think people gravitate more towards <laughs> Andrew the Sam Rami. Andrew Garfield. Andrew thank Garfield, you. yeah. You know, I, I know they prefer one or the other over Tom Holland, and well, they're and wrong. They're all wrong. I, I do agree. <laughs> I think Tom Holland is the best right. Spider-Man that we've had thus far. I mean, beyond a shadow of a doubt. But I do think that the original Sam Raimi Spider-Mans are absolutely. Per- I feel like they're in the same. Like I can watch them right next to like the original Superman. Right. They they fit so perfectly. They are in that. that original iconic. They're bright. Feel to they're it. iconic. Yeah. They're fun movies. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Even Bone, bone Saw. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! I got you for three minutes. Bone Saw's ready. <laughs> Why, what kind of delivery is that? By the way, that's wild. Um, I just I I I think he, that is Spider Man. It's fun. I mean, the Garfield ones were a little darker and a little more. Plus, he hated Mondays. I apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Oh lord! This is going off the rails quickly. <laughs> All right, you want to get in, you want to get into these lists? Yeah. Let's do. It. Let's get into some lists. But anyway, off the rails. Off the rails. All right, let's get back on the rails. All right. I think we should definitely start with uh, top five films from tw- 2019. Okay, not 2009. No, no. We'll get to that later. 2019 or earlier, depending on what side of the bridge you're on. Right. That's correct. <laughs> It's correct, though. He's right. All right. Uh, well, I say we um, we do like we always do. Do worst to first. Worst to first. We'll start with a let our guest. Uh, we'll let our guest get that kick that ball off into this. Uh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. Really? Wow. I don't know. Where what's were happening. you going with? I that? got enough sleep. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> you haven't finished your kombucha. That's what it is. It's the green stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, so my number five of the year, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Nice, nice. nice, nice I know nice. Um, the film has been kind of the topic of contention. Um, wasn't exactly the ending that a lot of fans wanted. Whereas um, the other side of the fan base, you know, was okay with it as an ending to the new um, trilogy. I'm on that side of the fence. I really enjoyed the movie. 
while yes, it was delivered at breakneck speed, there was a lot crammed into that mm-hmm. two and a half hours. I felt J.J. Abrams did as good of a job as he possibly could with what he was given to work with. Sure. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Absolutely. You know, you I, know heard- and I, I don't I don't think it's also deserving of much of the hate that it's been receiving, too. I agree. I don't get it. You know, the movie's beautifully shot. The story is a lot less contrived than that of The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. Well, and you have to, you can't completely do away with what happened in The Last Jedi. Right. No, but it pretty and cleverly I mean, handles it. And it does. And, and, you know, talking about the way it's shot, I honestly, and I've said this before, I think it's the most beautifully shot of any of the Star Wars. It's pretty good. I mean, between... It's pretty dang good. I mean, you've got... Because the original trilogy, it was bicolored, monochromatic, Absolutely. you know? And I mean, that gives a lot to the nostalgia of the movie. Now, the prequels went completely the opposite end. Super vibrant, super mm-hmm. over-the-top colors and aspects and everything else, which is fine for those movies. Now, this one... The first one, he really went with that nostalgia feel. JJ did mm-hmm. had a lot of that monochrome, bichrome, you a know, desert. real gritty nature. Real gritty nature. The second one, mainly Luke in a cave in the dark and, and which, CGI space. I which, mean, that was pretty oh. much the existence of. It's very dark. Yeah, it, it is, is very a dark. very very dark and and. I wonder if that's why I like it so much. Uh, you know, I love that. It's that it. I think that movie's beautiful. It's that I think Last Jedi coming is. out in you. Yeah, I think it's and beautiful. And like I said, out. I mean, from an objective standpoint, The Last Jedi wasn't a terrible film. You're by saying any like means. you're saying like technically it's not bad, but right, right. but but it betrays a Star part Wars of the Star Wars. Yes. Yes. Saga, and that, and that was just, Sean's biggest thing. Yes, yep. you know there and we've even talked. There are some redeeming scenes, and I I hate to say the word redeeming, but I mean you honestly could take most of the. Banta fodder in the middle of Poo-doo, the movie, please. take like two or three scenes and split well, the two. And when a and whole, what was it, about a half an hour was spent on the casino world, that, that whole, could all that go. Whole yeah. could have just we've, been, yeah. we've tread this ground. <laughs> that could all <laughs> go. I yeah, agree. I, I, I totally know, not, agree with even, you. Even the last Jedi apologist hated that. <laughs> yeah, that part sucks. <laughs> all right, so you're number five, Star Wars. Any other words you need to say about Star Wars? I don't believe so. I mean, you guys pretty well covered all that in the last It's about all we've done for the last... (laughs) All right. Well, then my number five from 2019 is the Ari Aster film Midsummer. I had a hard time keeping this off or not having this on my list. Yes. I quite enjoyed Midsummer. This this was probably my number six. I I didn't watch it till recently. And um, the thing is... I knew exactly what to expect, right? Because I knew I understood his style from Hereditary pretty right. well, and I sort of all the comparisons to Wicker Man and this. So, I, like, I knew exactly sort of what I was getting into, and it delivered exactly what I thought it would deliver. Probably more more potently than. I mean, it's way more of a competent movie than like the Nicolas Cage <laughs> Wicker Man. Well, which, there's a lot of more competent movies than that. Yes, one. but also so. I did see that Nicolas Cage Wicker Man three times in the theater, so I don't know what my problem is, but I did like that movie. Wow, yeah. Massacre. The scene when he wakes up, he wakes up on the dock with the girl in his arms. He's like, God damn it! And he punches that woman in the face. <laughs> it's pretty good. The uh, only the only takeaway that I ever 
have had from the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man is the bees. Oh, yeah, the bees, of course. <laughs> yep. But yeah, anyway, Midsummer, I liked it. The visuals were awesome. What, what a cool idea to do the horror movie fully in the day, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there were very few night scenes. No, very few. Uh, and such a strong... I think the the first 10 minutes was so powerful. Yeah. I really I really liked it. You know, I did like the flip-flop. Uh, most of the scenes at night were not intense. Yeah, well, except for the beginning. Well, I mean that... But I, mean, I said most. Yeah. So, But I mean, you know, they were more subdued, but you really went after it, you know, in the light. So yeah. it's not like... Evil only exists in the dark. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's also I I love that they were not straying away from the gore or like showing it. Right. Man, you saw everything. <laughs> that movie was wild. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really liked Midsummer. So uh, number five for me, Midsummer. Okay. My number five, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I haven't seen it. God, it would have been on my list probably. Oh, it's it's and I have a my list is you can sw- make an argument for switching these in any order. Sure. This was really great. I mean, I love ta- anything Taco and Tini's yeah, ever he's done. Really good. Um, the the kind of the the it's hard to believe that a movie set more towards the story of Nazi Germany is such a fun comedy. Is such a fun comedy. <laughs> it's like a heartwarming That's, movie, and, right? it, and it is. I mean, there's a lot of things that you don't see in the previews. A lot of the story, um, you tend to okay. You like Taco Watini as right. Hitler. That's what the whole thing I is. I mean, yeah. he's like but, a lovable goofball. But, but the thing is, it's not the real Hitler. It's not. It's not the <laughs> obvious. Why? He wasn't a lovable goofball, <laughs> imaginary friend? No. Oh. Um, I've been lying but to But anyway, it's, and it's actually, it's more of uh, JoJo's. It's his projection of needing a friend. And, well, and it's not just that, it's his his conscience. Yeah. You know, and he knows what's going on and how he feels of what's going on. And there's a little thing with his mom yeah. that she, I mean, if you've seen the previews, you've probably I, I seen. I get it. Is this Scarlett Johansson? Is yes, mom? And yeah, yes. She doesn't want him to be. Well, and she, and she actually, she houses yeah, a I've Jewish girl. Yeah. And there's a whole, and one of the best characters is Jojo's buddy. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll watch. As a sidekick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see it. As a sidekick for a kid. I mean, rivals with, like, the Goonies and... Really? Yeah. I mean, this kid is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's... There was, like, I don't know, nine or ten movies that came out in 2019 that I really wanted to see, but I haven't either got the chance to see or I didn't get a chance to watch it while it was in theaters. Well, yeah, we're just normal people. We're not right. Like movie, right. Movie well, and then, like, this, you know, where we live, you know, two movies the, did not come up here. Yeah, we literally did not get The Lighthouse. Which I... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I've seen so many lists and saying that Lighthouse was one of the best, and I yeah. was so excited to see it. it would, I'm sure, and it would I gotta be on wait till it gets on streaming yeah. or. So dumb. It's I out know. on Blu-ray. It is. Well, there you go. Yeah, All right. It came out. I think it was a week or two ago. Okay. There well, then go. I know where I'm going. Jared, number four. The Lighthouse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So. Slam uh, dunk. Bastard. <laughs> I um I went and bought it. Uh, that's how you days. know it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly oh, okay. well, uh, when bought it watched it I think it was a day or two after the purchase my god is this movie fantastic it was everything that I thought it would be and more um, I've heard Pattinson is like incredible oh, they're they're both incredible uh, the dynamic between Willem Dafoe and Pattinson yes is just 
I, I don't know. It, it, why they haven't been in a movie before now almost seems like a crime. Tell me about the farting scenes. <laughs> um, I watched an interview after the movie because a little bit of it needed some context. Um, you don't really exactly know if the film is psychological horror. Right, or if there's some really some Lovecraftian thing. Right, yeah. exactly. Um so I had to watch a couple interviews after the movie to kind of, like I say, grasp a little context. Willem Dafoe apparently farted in most of those scenes. A couple of, <laughs> a couple of them. No sound effects needed. <laughs> a couple oh, of no. them were added in post-production. But yeah, most of them were actually him. <laughs> no. the Could film, you imagine being the audio guy having to tape that microphone up? <laughs> <laughs> the, the movie is also shot... Um, of course, in black and white. Right. And in, um, I, I don't know the exact aspect ratio. I just but, heard what it was and I forgot already. Yeah. It's like but a 4 get, 3, right? Right. It's it's so odd, you know, especially for a newer film. Like an old, te- it's like an old TV. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yep. It's like the bars, old Alf- you know, black Alfred Hitchcockian type right. of, exactly you know, black is. bars on the sides, right. you know, right. as opposed yeah. to the top and bottom. It gives it such a claustrophobic feel. You know, I, I felt claustrophobic the entire time watching the movie. And the way it was shot, you could definitely see how those two would start losing their grasp on their sanity. And it's just a fantastic movie. Awesome. Definitely, definitely recommend it. Well, I mean, even from the previews, you can tell that's what's going on. But it doesn't give anything away to... Did, hey, Jared, did you, like the, did you like The Witch? I did up until, I believe, the, like, the last two or three minutes. Oh, I like that part. I don't know, it just... It just kind it's of the payoff pulled, that I needed. It just kind of pulled me out of the element where oh, the rest of the movie felt grounded and real. Well, it, yeah, it absolutely is, right? I was just wondering because it's you the know. same director as the yeah. Right, yes. Okay. Yes. All right, all right, all right. All right, night, night number four from 2019, John Wick 3. Fantastic. I movie. had to talk about it. I uh, love it. Okay, I'm gonna just go with mine, and so we can talk about yeah. this. That is also my number four. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just looked over at my list, and I'm like, oh, oh, I'm just I, I'm gonna just, say it now. I'm just gonna chime in. It's my number three. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so we're gonna go back right to now. you to number three. All right, but we'll discuss John Wick. I mean, this. Yeah. Uh, who? I mean, John Wick. It's amazing. Uh, it's, it's it's actually not my favorite in the trilogy or in the trilogy so far. But I still really? loved it. I was gonna say uh, the last, the last like uh, thirty minutes, amazing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So good. He's just it, it, uh, he, uh, he's just fighting all those guys, you know, man. Well, and, and I know some <laughs> no, people thought it. it was kind of corny the whole Marcus Koskis conversation with him beforehand. I didn't think so. Some people have said that it's kind of you know. It's, oh, you know, this guy's an assassin. Why wouldn't he sit there? No, it's like he holds so much reverence with the whole community that he's an icon. You know, yeah, Wick right. is an icon. He is the Baba Yaga. You but know? you know from the first moment when, when he's in that library, it's going to be a good, fun time. Oh, yeah. He kills a guy with a book. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then the, brutally. And then I mean, they, not just kills him. Oh, yeah. It's that last smack Whoa. with the book on the table. Yeah. Ugh. And then um, the, the the it's like I think the next scene they have the fight in a knife shop. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. yeah. Then a couple of the henchmen you know become you know proverbial pin cushions. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's there are so many things I loved about it, and we don't get 
action movies like this anymore. So uh, you got to love them when they're here. And, and you know what? We're getting another one. Yep. And I'm really interested in where this one's going to go. And did you guys hear that the, show, right? the universe is going to be turned into a show? Yeah. Sign me up. I better uh, have the action. I you, mean, that's what I want. I mean, I would be interested to see like a show any if, if it was just with Lawrence Fishburne's character and his world. I don't care I who it's, it's about. I think it's based around the Continental from the okay. hotel. It is well, the show is fine, the Continental. I'm fine so, with that, so, too. Which yeah. is you know, perfectly fine with me as well. The biggest gripe I have about this, I hope they keep the same actors. Do not recast... And if you're, going, if you're if you're going to go, if you're going to stray away from the movies, have different characters. Is it a Showtime show? Who is it? Who's making it? See I, that is I have stars not heard. Showtime. I haven't heard. If yeah, it's a I haven't heard network, what, which if one. It's Netflix or who's? Oh, it's definitely a premium network. It. Yeah, it's, it's, that can't be on. <laughs> yeah, it's not on NBC. No, it's well, John Wick show. A, well, right. No, I, I didn't <laughs> think it would be prime time or anything like that. But or even if you know, because the Continental, there's different Continentals. Hotels right. throughout the world. Hmm. If you're going to do just like the system of hotels, that's fine. Have those different characters, but have a one appearance or two. You know, because even They'll like do that, I'm sure. You know, even Agents of Shield. You know, Sam Jackson was on in the first season. You know, you've got. Yeah, they'll do that. I'm sure they'll do that to give that show some legitimacy. Right. It'll probably have. I mean, uh, that's what uh, Ian McShane does now is TV. I so. know. Let's get him. But man, he's going to be busy. Yeah, Next is. season of American Gods. He's going to be busy Deadwood. starring in all those Hellboy tr- uh, I mean, sequels. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I sat. Don't have to talk about I suffered through about that the this. other day on. on uh, Guilty pleasure. I, I have to admit. I, Do you like the I, new I, one? I, I enjoyed it a lot more than you know other mm, people, no. but. It I think he's perfect hard. as Hellboy. Yeah. You can't be them as Hellboy, but. Could, it, the, could it be better? Absolutely. Yes. You know, they they were talking about making it, you know, to the super dark, gritty movie, and then it turned into a they tried to, they, they suicide Del Toro. Squad, yeah. You know, uh, I think he and, and, well, you can't have Ian McShane in it anymore, but. All right. But anyway, that is uh, that is our John Wick talk. That's number four. So we need number three, right? And it's gone back to me? It's gone yes, back to sir. you because that was your number four, my yeah. number four, his number three. Okay. So three to you. Okay. My number three, we've already discussed, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So moving on. Moving on. Uh, my number three is Spider-Man: Far From Home. Spider-Man. Okay. Spider-Man. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It's one of my honorable mentions. I, I, re- I really enjoyed it. Like yeah. I said, my my probably top eight. You can make a you know you can move it anywhere on the list. Sure. Um, it was a fun superhero movie. I mean, it was. We, I mean, and it, Jake Gyllenhaal was a perfect. Yeah, material. he was great. He's good. Yeah. Um, some of the little things you find out in the movie, and if you haven't seen it, why haven't you seen it? It's been yep. a year. Uh, <laughs> you know, the that whole thing. It's like, there was no perfect movie in 2019, so everything had some flaws. You haven't heard my list yet. Well, This is true. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there was no real perfect movie. So, yes, Spider-Man did that. have its flaws. You keep saying that. But... It was still in my in, in my number three. I liked it. I think the, it's funny though because the like the the thing I think about the most when I think about that movie is literally the last thing in the movie. Yeah, when you see JJ, right? That is my number one favorite part of the movie. That, that's probably that was so that's fantastic. Probably I'm so why happy he was back. I screamed and punched the seat in, in front of me at the theater. <laughs> that's probably why I moved it so high on the list. Yeah, fantastic. And it had that 
you know, with that aspect of it, it had the Spider-Man game feel. It sure. did. Sure, sure. You know, because the did. way they've changed in the game, that he's more of like a a, a podcaster. Go yeah. figure. Yeah. Uh, We're a weirdo. <laughs> Conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Yes. Jared, number two. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Godzilla. I um, just watched that last night and just came out on HBO. Oh, that's awesome. I've been a lifelong Godzilla fan, and... You have to apologize. <laughs> You're like, well, listen. Hollywood <laughs> knocked this one out of the park. Um, Except for the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Everybody needs to apologize oh, for that one. Yes, everybody needs to. <laughs> um, I apologize for seeing it several times in the theater. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. You should. Um, but as, as a lifelong fan, such a huge fan of the Toho movies... I think this is the closest that Hollywood will ever get to a Toho production. Yeah. Uh, the the fights were great. Godzilla had a lot more screen time, which I know was everybody's biggest gripe about Godzilla 2014. Even though in the 30, I think it was 31 films at the time of Godzilla 2014, for appearance time, I think he ranged in like the 21st, 22nd range. As far as screen time. Yeah. So while he wasn't in it the most, he was far from the least. I heard they cut cut out a bunch of his dialogue in that movie. (laughs) Like all of it. I'm sorry. (laughs) But (laughs) as far as the movie is concerned, beautifully shot, very vibrant colors. Like I said, I love the the monster battles. It seemed to be more of a monster movie as opposed to a human drama. They they brought a true, like, bringing Godzilla, the uh, traditional Godzilla, into the 21st century. The funny thing is, I just kept hearing, oh, there's too much monster. People are going to play too much monster stuff. It's like, what do you not? (laughs) Right. Well, it's like, have you not seen an old Godzilla movie? Exactly. I mean, yeah. Exactly, Ridiculous. and it set up their monster verse perfectly. You know, with things to come. You got to see a shot of King Kong in, in a quick little snippet. And, yep, yep. And that's that's to come. And rumor has it in Godzilla versus Kong, uh, Mecha Godzilla. Are you may serious? A, may apparently, make a <laughs> make its first North American debut. I love that. What's it going to look like? It's going to be interesting, definitely. Uh, well, is it going to be Mecha Godzilla or Mecha? Um, uh, Ghidorah. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be, from my understanding, Mechagodzilla. Now, the only it... reason because of the ending of Godzilla is why right. I thought that it might be. Which that's a very good point because it kind of harkens to the possibility of Mecha King Ghidorah. Yeah. Uh, with um, I can't remember his name for the life of me. Tywin Lannister. You know. Yeah, I know you're talking. About, yeah. <laughs> Just going <laughs> per- per- Yeah, purchasing the head. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how exactly they make Mechagodzilla look. Supposedly, from my understanding, it's supposed to be like a um, kind of Pacific Rimish. I'd be okay. I mean, it's supposed to be the human's answer to the kaiju threat. So it's got to be something that's tanky and obviously huge to be able to withstand the ever growing threat of if it was yeah uh, if it was a little more modernized back. version of of you know the original with that kind of pacific rim look to it i mean okay i think that. you could really mess up mecha godzilla you oh, can't you in 2020 you yeah. it's, it, it'll go either could. way yeah so yeah the movie the reveal could be huge it could be great and done well or it could be it could be so it'll so be bad. awesome or it'll be the green dragon sword <laughs> yeah could be real rough <laughs> 
So, All right. Godzilla. Godzilla. My number two from 2019 was a movie I enjoyed greatly in the theater. Had a great time. The, the crowd I saw it with was really into it. There was screaming and laughing and jumping and just like shouting. Oh it was the film Us. Loved it. I really loved it. I had a great time in the theater. Like I said, the movie feels like a Romero movie. I really, really liked it. You guys are not I talking. Am, I am. I, I haven't seen it. I'm okay. going to have to disagree. Nope. I I, I called it at the, the story, beginning of the movie. Oh, of course. So did I. The story. And it just. Here's I, the thing I, about us. You have to sort of not think about the story too much because it just comes apart. Well. If you pull one thread. I was going to say, apart. you know me. That's that's my so, biggest So forget about that. Is, is storyline. What I'm saying is I enjoyed it. It was a favorite because we had so much fun watching it. Uh, it was a great experience, and the movie had a lot to say, and I really liked it. So, yeah, for me, obviously, number two on the list, really, really liked it. Okay. And, yeah, the uh, the twist was super obvious, right? Uh, I, like I said, and, and I'm one of those that it has to have a good story. I thought it did. If, I can, unra- if I can unravel it at the very beginning, you've lost me already. That doesn't mean it's not a good story. Mm. It's a great story. Mm. I loved it. Yeah, uh, it was... I, I, well, and one thing, I, I was... Only expecting it to be a home invasion movie. Oh, oh! Yeah. I thought it was just like doppelganger show up at your house. What do you do? And I thought it was going to be cat and mouse for the whole two hours or whatever. And then the movie just expanded and grew and became this whole other thing. And I thought it was massively rewarding. So super fun. That's good for you. It's on my list to check out. I was you hoping to watch it and several others before the podcast. You know, so maybe I'd have a little bit different of a right. list. But that's okay. I think you'll enjoy it. Time. So. Just don't think about the story too much. Okay, yeah, I'll, or and all. No. <laughs> no. What's your number two, Chris? Okay, my number two. Now, remind, remember, at the beginning, before we started recording, I was talking to you that I noticed my list started having kind of a, a theme. Uh, theme. Um, my number two is They Will Not Grow Old. Oh, right. It is the... Um, it's like a oh, that's it, the doc- the World War Two, the World War One documentary. Oh, World War One, that's it. Um, from it, Peter Jackson. From Peter Jackson, yes. They he colorized it. It looks beautiful. They digitized it, so it's not that skippy old, you know, early turn of the century kind of film. And I mean, they have interviews that they did in the '60s and '70s with these soldiers. That's amazing. And I, just I haven't mean, seen it. I want to. That is pretty. And awesome. I mean, I some of it. the some of the scenes are just. I mean, heart-wrenchingly brutal oh, sure. of what you see and what they've seen in the, you know, with the with the you know evolution of mustard gas during the World War oh, One, and talking about things that they saw and were done and things they had to do, and some of it was you know the part of the documentary was them coming home, but it wasn't all bleak and and dire. You know, they had their scenes of camaraderie and stuff that they did. You know, you hear the old Christmas story. Where they stopped fighting on Christmas. Where they stopped, you know, I mean, those kind of things were in that, not necessarily that specifically, but, I mean, those kind of uh, things were in the movie. And, I mean, it was so, to see that film look so good from almost 100 years ago. Sure, it's wild. Is amazing. It's a historical document. And it it is. And, I mean, I think it didn't get a huge, I, I got to see it in the theater. And then I watched it like two or three times at home. It it needed more publicity. More people should see it because I mean it, it brings a real gravity 
to the subjects of, you know, not necessarily per se war, but the people who are involved in it. Sure. And, and you know, and it's not, it's really not a one side perspective. I mean, it's told basically from one side, but it also gives a perspective from the other side of people that weren't directly involved. But had you know had gotcha. had what was going on at the time, like I said, it's really amazing. I will. It's. I mean, it's on my list. I will definitely watch it. At some and point. it is streaming, so you can yeah. watch it just on yeah, one yeah. of the. I'll uh, check it out. I'm sure. I, yeah. So that was my number. That's two. my kind of thing. Yeah, I'm into that. All right. Number one. Number, number one. one. Uh, <clears throat> might come as no surprise, but the Joker. Joker, huh? Absolutely loved it. Um, I, I thought. Uh, Todd Phillips did a fantastic job. Um, Joaquin Phoenix knocked it out of the park. Um, I, I I went into the uh, movie with high expectations because the trailer just grabbed me in such a way I thought it was... You know, I, I thought the movie was going to be good before I even saw it, but when I went and saw it, it just... I was just... I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I was necessarily surprised in any way, shape, or form with how the movie, you know, progressed, but it gives a very real world feel as that was the um intention to how somebody could turn into this sociopathic sociopathic um deranged killer based upon how society currently is coupled with mental illness, uh, unchecked mental illness and just all these other factors. I just, I, I, there's not enough that I could say about this movie. I watched it recently for the first time. I did not like it. You didn't like, no, it. I don't understand because See, and I, it, it, it you, seems, you, you're making be, it sound awesome. It seems to be a very polarizing <clears throat> movie. You're making it sound awesome, but I just didn't. Well, I, see, and I'm going to be Sweden between you guys. I thought it was good. It wasn't great. I did have the issue of I wanted a little more. I, I mean, I know it wasn't in the Batman universe, but you can't have a kid named Bruce Wayne, Thomas Wayne, Alfred. Thomas Wayne, in Gotham. by the way, favorite scene. Yes. You touch my kid, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Which Thomas actually Wayne. brings back, like, Flashpoint, you know, Batman oh. memories of, of how he would turn out because of that. Let me explain, though. Let me explain. That's fine. Me. That's fine. I, I did not hate it, and it's obviously a really well-made movie. You beautiful and I thought to look so. yeah, at, yeah, like gorgeous to look at. I I paused it a couple of times, and just said, "Look at this." Gorgeous in a gritty, almost hard at times to watch sure. way. I oh, mean, it just, is. you know, I For mean, sure. that's, and there's For no sure. there's no denying his performance either. He's, right, he's incredible. And, you know, he he was well he worth getting the accolades yeah. that he's gotten so far. Absolutely. But when it was over, I just thought to myself, "What was the point?" I couldn't figure out what the point was, and I, I don't honestly, know. and I don't know if you guys have seen it. You may have a movie that almost brings this point a little bit more. Is called Falling Down. Yeah. Yes, I've with seen Michael uh, Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. 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 I, I thought that it's it's almost the it's same. It's like trying movie. to be that kind it's of movie. It's trying to yeah. be that, but just not as a little good. taxi driver. I, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I I just feel like those movies have more of a a point. They have that's, more of a message. What, yeah. To me, this movie Joker was like, look at all this horrible stuff. Let like, it's almost just like well, bringing up. It's just it's just as if they shouted into a room, mental illness, and that was it. 
There's no, they have nothing it, to say it was, about it. It was like a character study of the Joker more so than really any real driving. I think plot. it could go up on rewatches, maybe, if I can find other things to enjoy about it. But I just didn't. I do know they confirmed that there is going to be a sequel happening, which I know Joaquin Phoenix was against. Interesting. Yeah. Initially. I don't think it needs it. I don't think it needs it. I don't think it needs it either. I think the movie was perfectly fine as a standalone film. But I think it'll we'll, lose something if they do a sequel. But I, I want to really be do. I want to be double clear. I didn't hate this movie. Right. I didn't hate it. I, I just didn't really. I feel like I, it didn't connect with me. And right. I just didn't love it. No, I mean that. I don't that know. seems to be the general consensus. Like I like I mentioned, it does seem mm-hmm. to be a very polarizing movie. You either really liked it mm-hmm. or you're just on the other end of the spectrum where you thought. Thought the movie was okay, but nothing earth-shattering. You know, it didn't live up to the hype, etc. I was just trying to figure out what it was trying to tell me, and I just couldn't figure that out. I couldn't receive the yeah. message. I did love the scene though when he kills the guy, and the little guy's in the room with him, and he's like, "You can go, man." Yeah. Oh, and he's trying to reach for the yeah. Just yeah. walks over, sort of unlocks. That was fun. And, then, and fun. then he like gives him the ooh. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I thought that was. I thought that was fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. I don't. I'll, also. I, I don't know why I feel like I need to like apologize, but like I think that's a good choice. Like you, you, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that being your no, number one. No, I, I just personally didn't get it. That's it. So that's all. No, I, d- I don't want you to think I'm attacking you. <laughs> Not like people do me when I mention Last Jedi. So. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, my number one movie for 2019, uh, I think will probably be a lot of people's number one movie, and for me, it was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Another I, one that I haven't seen. Absolutely. I think if you'd seen it, it would at least be on your list, if not number one. I think it would be on your list. I, I'm with Jaron. I have not seen this okay. yet. I will watch okay. it. I will watch it. it, it I got I, I gotta save a whole afternoon. The, the movie is is a comedy. It's a delight. Like it's a delight. It's it's crazy that I don't even know where to begin. It's like Tarantino has never to me done anything quite like this. Uh huh. It is really focused on just like DiCaprio, his career is falling apart and he doesn't know who he is anymore and he wants to transition to be a movie actor and all these signs are telling him maybe it's time that you know just stop or whatever. Up. But but he's got his good friend that helped. it's all it's like a buddy movie. It's like DiCaprio and Brad Pitt just like chilling and like having a good time and you know getting through this this bad time and then at the very end it is also like when they first started talking about this movie they were like oh it's the Tarantino Manson movie Manson's in the movie for a total of like 30 seconds on screen it is not the Tarantino Manson movie yeah that's what I heard you need knowledge of those events to fully understand everything that's happening well because it takes place during that time I mean that's yes. kind of the, that's just you know and the it's not in, really involved with it the, but the murders basically you know that the story is leading up to when the murders take place right and um, I it I just can't. I, I had so much fun. It's a fun movie. It's gorgeous to look at. Yeah, it's shot beautifully, and it's seen. And I'm no expert on this era, but all the stuff I know, this movie represents it and feels authentic. <laughs> and they they pull actual radio and actual video right. and all this stuff. And they put like there's one scene when they put uh, Di- DiCaprio's telling somebody, "Oh, I was going to be in Great Escape. I was going to be the." Uh, one of the guys in Great Escape, and they they show him thinking about it, and they put him in Great Escape. Like you see it, 
Yeah, and they well, you cool. see him, and it, cool. it is, it, and it's just for fun. It's like it's like a cool use of you know, like right. put, nice. putting people in other movies and stuff. Like you know, some people are against that, like putting you know dead actors in new movies or whatever. Right. But this was like a different take on that, and it was just like that alone delighted me because I love right. Escape. That movie was so fun. It was super long and so worth it. And I, the one last thing I'll say is this: it, it made me laugh way more than I thought I, I would. It was mm-hmm. a very funny movie, but also had a lot to say, and. Just as it was getting towards the end, and you know it's a long movie, I just kept thinking to myself, there really hasn't been any like shocking violence. Like, <laughs> I thought this was a Tarantino movie. This is strange. And then it's like getting hit by a freight train at the end. <laughs> it turns into a slasher movie. <laughs> so, uh, yes, you fully, fully loved it. And there's a nice payoff at the end. Yeah, you'll get Very the nice. final Tarantino-esque yes. It's so ending. good. So, yes, I can't say enough how much I loved it. I've watched it a few times now. Unfortunately, oh, I, I did never got it. a chance to see it, so I did not have it on my list. Yeah. Okay. Yet again, going with my theme, 1917. 1917. Yes. Talk about a movie that's gorgeous. It has the feel like you were there. It's a the way they um and I mean there are separate scenes, you know, and and they go to different locations and stuff, but the way a scene is shot. It's so like almost like a single steady cam right. through the entire event they, until this, they yeah. flip a scene. And right. I mean it, it, it gives you it's, it's a pseudo oneer. Yes. Because yeah. where, where I, the, that's really well what you can say it's like a pseudo one shot, you know. Cuz I I watched a thing on it too. Um it, it really didn't give anything away for the movie so right. I was thankful about that but they were talking about cinematography in 1917 came up and how the director shot it where where the editing is is like say the camera pans and there's a pole or something like a pillar that's where yeah and that's where they'll break a scene in like that that's how they'll break the scene but i mean until there is that point that's all i mean there's a there's a part where the two soldiers are running through one of the trenches i mean it goes on for a good eight ten minutes like children of men of what's going yeah i mean oh, man. it's just and, and i mean there's it really is a similar story to like saving private ryan mm-hmm. kind of thing um and, and that's been advertised so i mean that's i'm not giving anything away but i mean the things that the way and that's the biggest part of it and you know me i'm cinematography story sure. good story awesome cinematography i mean the locations that they found and the way they use those shots and the, the special effects of war i mean are just gritty you feel it not only do you see it and for the fact that they have those long shots you almost get caught up that it's like sure you know you want to start looking around real quick to, to send in yourself that oh shit i'm in a theater <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> right I mean, so that was my number one movie. Sure. Just for, I mean, you know, because we go to movies to escape. We, we want to see something. And this, I mean, it sets you right there. You feel the, you know, the damp in the trenches, the, you know, the explosions in the field. You know, that, that necessity at times in the movie. You know, the desperation and urgency. Sure. I think it, you get that whole set of emotions. I and, will definitely and, watch it. And that's the biggest thing for me is that a movie will completely pull me away from me and throw me into the movie. I was going to see it, but then I saw Star Wars again. <laughs> so, sorry. 
And believe it or not, I did not have Rise of Skywalker on here, but it was close. All right. Like I said, it was in my eight that could have been manipulated in any way you want sure, to absolutely. be on this. You know, I get it. Yeah. But I, I was doing time. five, yeah. and you know, it yeah. sent me really hard time trying to trying to decide. Right. All right. So that's a nice. I'm actually surprised we differed so much, but then right in the middle there were <laughs> there were several. Everyone loves yeah. John Wick, that and, was just and it's great. you know everyone's top five. Come on, Beyond. Yeah, that you was know. great. That was great. All right, well, let's move over to uh, to the top five games. Okay, we don't we haven't talked about games a lot on the podcast, so I'm kind of not not to do... recently. No, I yeah. mean since the big launch of like you know the couple of games that we we have talked about. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I mean. Jared, if you're—I mean, you're the guest. If you want to start again, uh, worst okay. to first, worst to first. So before we started recording, I mentioned that my <laughs> game list might be a little controversial. Yes, that's yeah. okay. And I'm—I feel like it's only in this one selection. But my number five is Anthem. I know the game wasn't a critical success, and in fact, it was widely received as a critical flop. <laughs> yes, but. I would be a liar if I said that I didn't have a blast with the time that I spent playing it. I think I clocked in, uh, what was it? It was on my top three for the Sony recap at the end of the year. I think it was like 120 hours. There was a month or two where, when I turned on my PlayStation, it showed you just in Anthem always. (laughs) I was like, I wonder if he just left it on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, died of boredom. No, um, At that time, I had several friends who I met through playing Destiny who were also playing Anthem, so we were constantly on uh, grinding the Grandmaster um, uh, dungeon runs. It's about your experience that you have with it. Right. That's a big part of it. it. If it worked for you, it worked for you. The core gameplay was so fantastic. I loved the flight controls. I loved the combat. It just had all of this um, flair but no sustenance to go with it. Mm. There, it it became super repetitive, super quick, and I think that was people's biggest issue. And then Bioware's roadmap, it was very lackluster, and their content you know, schedule was just not there. Well, and then Bioware's server, I about, I don't know how many times, but grabbed my PlayStation and threw it across <laughs> a room. I had, Constantly I literally was... Disconnecting you yeah, and the pilot oh, errors. And, and, and then, yeah, it like locked me into a location where I could not advance at all. So that's, yeah. I was like, screw this, I'm done with it. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I like you said, that I, you know, some of the, some of the uh, quests and the, the game, the firing system, I love the upgrading, we- you know, upgrade armor, upgrade weapons. Bioware knows how to make a good game. They they do. They know how. They just have shitty servers. Yeah, that sucked. I, now, I hopefully was... the rework that they're doing, hopefully yeah, the it's or whatever. so much, you know, hopefully it's better than the original. Hopefully attempt. they learn from their mistakes. And I sh- you know. God, I hope so, because I wanted to love this game so bad. The thing I don't understand is you take Bioware, a studio known for what? Single player, single games. player game, and you put them in a multiplayer game. Why do you just like it, just like we had this conversation before with respawn? You know, with uh, being tasked to do Jedi Fallen Order. Why didn't yeah. they do Anthem? And why didn't Bioware get <laughs> Jedi it, Fallen yeah. Order? It makes no sense. I mean, honestly, it makes no sense. Although, well, respawn well, knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about Star Wars when we talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good choice, and I I don't think that's controversial, be all. And like I said, I. The, the experience you had with it is your experience that you had with it. If you had a great time, you had a great time. Exactly. Who's who's going to tell you you're wrong? 
Nobody. I mean, mm-hmm. and ultimately with video games, that's what it all boils down yeah. to is the experience and if you had fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of having fun with it, number five, Resident Evil 2 Remake. <laughs> I had such a blast with Resident Evil 2 Remake. It, Can I just say mine now? Is it Resident Evil 2 Remake? It is Resident Evil 2 Remake. <laughs> it, it, it took me back to the 90s when I first played Resident Evil 2. It honors the original vision and, oh, yeah. and feel and vibe of the uh, original Resident Evil 2. But brings in so much better. But it brings it to the modern times. Right. And the updates and upgrades are so welcome. And the times when it changes the story or changes like little things about the way the game plays out. I was saying, they it's all not much. worked for me. I mean, yeah. None of them made me mad. I saw things complaining online about really? it. Really? Like, like the. You know, like the, in the sewers, a certain big monster you, you know, like, oh, they're right. so different. And, uh, no, I loved it. I was dreading that. And then they made it more fun. Right. I liked the the liquors were more, uh, they were more what I think what they were always intended to be. Where you right. Had, you had to walk slowly. Whatever. I loved the the story changes and I loved all the, the stuff they added. Right. Just huge. And Mr. X was incredible. <laughs> they, they really made that. Yeah. They really made that work for me. So just be. You, and I love the fact that since now we have the technology to load, you know, a lot of rooms at once. Right. You can hear him walking. He's somewhere. Yeah. He's he's around. You hear those steps going. You hear those thudding <laughs> footsteps. <laughs> and uh, well, and you're playing the game and you don't expect to see Mister X, but then they change where he shows up and st- oh, God, right. So good. So yeah. Uh, thumbs up. Loved it. Had a good time. I, I was the same way. That's my number five. Yep. Everything that you said is exactly the reasons why yep. it's five on my list. They had, so. There were scares that worked. Oh yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, it. we had some really good game. jump good scares. scares. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Very nice. Uh, so back to me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my number four, Borderlands three. Borderlands three. Mm-hmm. Big fan of the uh, franchise. I thought it was a very solid uh, entry. Had you know, of course, the same feel of the other two games. Yeah, ridiculousness. Which is why I didn't go back to it yet. But I know it's like one of those things where I started it and I was like, oh, I get it. okay. This is perfect. It's Borderlands. I'll come back to this when I have time. Like I know what I'm gonna get. It felt comfortable. You know, it, it, it did. Um, they uh, they didn't do anything super outlandish or anything you know drastic drastic to the formula that you know they've invented, but it was a very solid game. Uh, the DLC was fun. Um, I don't know if you've really heard much about it, but you the casino thing, yeah, yeah. you um, it's basically a heist. You attack Handsome Jack's um, orbital casino. Um. You know, come to find out, he anybody that goes there is immediately sent into a massive debt. You know, because of the casino itself, and Jack locks them into the casino, and they become crazy and whatnot. <laughs> of course, and, a, and of course, after his death, there's nobody managing the casino, so you have all these deranged lunatics. You know, that's trapped on the casino. <laughs> it becomes you know. Rapture from Bioshock. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, um, great game. Had a lot of fun with it really you know i I don't want to drone on but it's borderlands yeah yeah yeah. well that's and that's why i felt the way i felt like i really did enjoy it what i played but it was like oh i got other things i got to get through but this this was it's definitely going to get finished right i haven't finished and that's how it was with me too it came out around the time as a few other things and uh i put it on the back burner but i i broke free of my destiny kick yes and um 
I, I I had to go back and revisit it, sure. and I'm glad I finished it. Sure, sure, sure. All right. My number four is Marvel Ultimate Alliance for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already talked about that. Th- you that are game a huge a Mar- Marvel Alliance. I, I love fan it. I love on the, the grind. And the- yes, the the grind is fun in a similar way to Borderlands. Just just grinding and unlocking things and whatever. And this game keeps constantly getting updates and new characters they added blade and i'm so hyped about blade being in there and he's head of my team <laughs> my team is a uh, ghost rider daredevil deadpool and uh who's the fourth one uh i already said ghost rider did i say blade oh blade. Yeah, blade yeah so that's my team uh it's great i love it you should play it yeah and a half of the midnight sun it, yeah well so but just the whole thing about it is like it there's not this is there is a story but it like doesn't really matter it's just right. like grind through these levels and get the upgrades right. that's all i wanted and that's what i got <laughs> moving on right gotcha okay my number 4 um didn't have a huge you know reception when it came out and you helped me with the you know you got me the game the uh, days gone mhm this is the better version of the walking dead yes than any of the telltale games Right. It's probably what you people know, wanted. In a Walking Dead, it's what people wanted in a Walking Dead Now, the Telltale game. games are fun. They're fun. But, I mean, what people really people wanted, wanted... to run around and shoot zombies yeah. and ride on a motorcycle. And, I mean, and it's an open world. You do have missions and certain things you go through. Um, I mean, and it's also a grind. I mean, yeah. you find weapons. You can adapt weapons. I mean, you use the uh, air filters for a silencer on a, right. uh, you know, that you pull off a car engine. Pretty cool. Now, is there, I like, mean, a uh, durability system in the game like where your weapons and your gear oh, yeah. etc break down oh yeah yeah you you Even can your bike, right? you can buy well and your bike yeah you get bike parts and you have to fix it up or you can upgrade your bike too to, with different you know engine pieces and stuff like that that oh, nice. depending on what the there's these camps i mean kind of like the walking dead there's these camps all over the area that you know you almost cover. like different tribes of people kind of kind yeah. of um you know when you do different missions you're kind of a freelance guy um, you know, there's a whole story with when you left and, and you know, you, there, sure. there was, was a you and a buddy and a woman yes. involved. You know, there's always a woman involved. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, you know, your weapons, you can, you can modify weapons, but even the modified weapons will break down. You beat the crap out of too many, you know, you'll snap right. a baseball freakers. Back. They're called freakers. freakers. Yeah. yeah. You know. You know, you can get nails to put through the end of a baseball bat, and and then, but even with that bat, unless you repair it, it'll break down and snap, and you'll lose it. So I mean, you know, and it, it's got different aspects. You search for gas cans. You you know, you can get a gas pump of some abandoned gas station. There's a lot to do. Is what There's you're a lot, a lot to do, and it. You know, like you said, it's a grind, and I think what people really wanted from a type of game. That would have been like a Walking Dead game. I think this is what they got. Nice. Nice. Respectable. Absolutely. Uh, My number three is Sekiru. Oh, that was the Game Awards game of the year. Mm. Yes, it was. Um, I love From Software. You're a big Souls fan. Big Souls fan. And I was very much looking forward to this game. The whole Feudal Japan setting you know just instantly had me um this is probably without a doubt my most frustrating <laughs> platinum really that, that i obtained really 
Um, yeah, if you could imagine. <laughs> Unlike Souls, Sekiro, you can't just dodge roll your way to the end of the game. Right. You have to learn the parry mechanic, and that was probably my biggest uh, gripe about the game because it forced you to play it a certain way. Yeah. But I also understand why they put such an emphasis on the parry. They wanted to make it as realistic as possible. They wanted these boss battles to be, you know, of the epic variety, where like it was an actual heart-stopping duels. Right, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, terrifying. Yeah. I mean, everything just down to the split second, you know, with, with your timing, uh, like I said, just absolutely mind numbingly frustrating. And I thought for the first time I was going to play a video game that I wasn't going to finish. There was a couple of boss battles that just had me to the point where I was like, you know what? <laughs> I need to walk away, you know, maybe come back to this a little bit later after I cool my jets because I don't want to break a controller, <laughs> but the game was so satisfying. The payoff was fantastic. And you I platinum did, right? I did platinum. That's great. Awesome. That's, congrats on that. Yeah. That's Thank wild. You. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's not easy. No. Um, like I said, I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily deserving of the Game of the Year award. It was a fantastic game. Sure. It is what it is. But, yeah, that's my, my number three. I skipped it because I know me too, too well. <laughs> I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have fun. And I would get obsessed with finishing it. And then I would not be able to sleep because I knew I would have failed. Yeah, no, no. not or did, We didn't do that. Number three for me. Uh, this is probably going to be the most controversial thing. Uh, Apex Legends. Uh I really I'm, honestly I'm surprised this is not on top of your yeah, list. I really really loved it. Well, it was hard <laughs> I, I for mean, me honestly. I am right there with you, Chris. <laughs> it was hard for me to put it uh, You really I, haven't put it down. I it, mean, it was hard for, well, it was hard for me to even put it on a list cuz I'm like there's all these other story games and whatever. Right. But uh, if I look at sheer amount of time played, far and away it's what I've played oh, the yeah. most this year. I, yeah, I mean, it is. I was playing it last night. I, mean, <laughs> I, uh, I just there's something I don't love battle royale game, so I don't. I really I don't really understand why I love it so much because battle royale is just not my thing. Right. I like the movie. Yeah, uh, the movie's <laughs> the movie is amazing. Um, no, but I th- there's something about it, it is sort of an evolution of Overwatch, which I really enjoyed Overwatch, and it is sort of an evolution of um, Titanfall, which I love yeah. Titanfall. So it's kind of like a marriage of those two things, and I love the characters are fun. They have personality. I I don't get a ton of wins, but I have so much fun just dropping in and uh, finding guns and shooting things. It's, I don't know what it is. Uh, me and my wife play it a lot, and we have yeah. a great time. So yeah. I don't have a, a real explanation as to why I love it so much. I mean, the, the combat feels good. The sliding is good. I love the zip lines. Well, it's like you said when Jaren with with uh, Anthem. You know, it's your experience yeah. with the game. And my experience hey. has always been pretty damn good. So, yep, Apex Legends for me. My number three middle of the road, Todd. Yeah. Modern Warfare. Absolutely. Best story since two. It was great. Um, You know, they're not reinventing the wheel. Some new maps. Um, they did some innovation, though. They did. I mean, but there really... There were sections in, in, of that that I was kind of blown away by. Right. I do like some of the way that the power-up system's a little bit better. Sure. I mean, it's not as easy to go, you know, get your full-on nuclear on it. Right. You know. You can, but it is hard. Right. Yeah. It, it does take... Even the best player, it takes some effort to get, get on there. Sure. Um, the only gripe that I had, why this probably wouldn't have been higher... Well, other than the two games that are ahead of it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> go on. Are the sniper points that 
campers drive me absolutely out of my mind. I like that. I like that because it's realistic. The maps are made more like real places. They're not these perfectly designed. Most of them, yes, but you know what? The one I'm talking about. The one on um, the the map with the uh, with the cave. Yeah. Uh, Where you? What is it called though? I know. But there's with one. The EMP, there's one spot right yeah. there. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. You know which one I'm talking yeah. about. And drives me absolutely yeah. out of my mind. And you can't let, get let, to them. Let me you guess, cannot get to them. That they the, just have perfect. They got a view of everything from yeah. there. Yeah. And, and you cannot hit. I mean, unless they're a moron and just stand there. But that's why you learn to avoid that, or you know to look for. But there. that's the problem. You, know you can't. That's you just I learn mean, the meta of that. You map. have to just sit there and wait. You know. I mean, you can't get hardly any any kills because. You know, if they get in that position, they just sit there, and you move out of it for one split second. If it's a decent player, sure, the whole, your whole squad's dead, and it's over. I kind of love those challenges personally for me. Like I, I, I will die ten times if I can kill that guy one time, and I'm like, I, I did it. Don't get me wrong; that, there's <laughs> so much satisfaction. I love it. I don't care. That. That's how it was with the old school battlefield games. You know, when yes. you would knife somebody, you would get their dog tags. Yes, I made it a personal. Like to get that one, yes, you know, yeah. like I'm getting his tags, you know. That. He's well, there is so one mad, that, that you know? tags mode game on, you know, yeah. But you know, yeah. and I, I always felt like if you were a sniper, that was the biggest F you to get your tags taken, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I've got your name right here, yeah. you know, I knifed you, yeah. So. That was my number three, number two, Jared, The Outer Worlds. Oh. Had a lot of fun with this game. Um, a true RPG. Absolutely. Uh, for the fans of Fallout, especially New Vegas, I feel like you'd be right at home with this game. Well, same I mean, developer. Yeah, Obsidian. Yeah. Uh, made both. And it, it it felt more of a Fallout game than Fallout 4 did. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong about no. that. Uh, it has that wackiness. It has it, that... It, Sort of just slightly off the waste. There's something about the wasteland that's just a little. Uh, it's got a little weird spice. <laughs> a- absolutely, uh, the characters I thought were, uh, you know, th- th- they weren't the best, you know, as far as like character development is concerned. But they did have a lot of uh, personality. They were quirky, and based upon your decisions in the game, absolutely nothing is off limits. You could waste whole towns if you wanted to, or you could leave them be much like fallout. So your actions are very dependent upon how the story plays out, but you decide how the story plays out, Yeah, but you decide how the story plays out. Exactly. Um, (laughs) so it's a cycle version of Pleasantville. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, not a super long game. It's not as long as your fallouts, but Still a very enjoyable game, nonetheless. Absolutely. I'm not surprised that it's on that list. Not at all. I'm glad it was. I'm glad it was on somebody's list. It's not on mine. Not on mine. But I do I do like it. And I, I think I will probably finish that game. I, I'm going to have to use Logan's Xbox since I got it for him for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> all right. My number two and my number one. This was the hardest for me. Because there are two games this year that have really done it for me. And, I have uh, this feeling that we have the same first two games. I don't think so. Oh, you don't think? I don't think so. Oh, I think one of them. One is. of them is. No, there's one I had. To, well, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, number two for me. Okay. Star Wars Jedi. It probably would have been number one had the game not been a glitchy garbage fire. 
<laughs> but now that being said, I loved it. That, now see, where didn't you hit the glitches? Dude, the game is broken. Really? All over the place. Huh. I'll, I'll I'll jump up onto a platform and Cal will just freeze. But then if you look closely, he's like vibrating up and down, and then he'll just boom and shoot off into space like physics just break and stop. <laughs> <Maybe that church. laughs> uh, I have I, not run into that yet. I, I, yeah, I never experienced any of those <laughs> issues that happened in my to me gameplay. A ton. Uh, Cal would just like his legs would just break. Uh, my my biggest issue with the game, though, there were a couple times that I fell through the map. Yep, and that's that the only thing me. that I either, I, either I, that not completely falling through the map where it did happen one or two times, but there was a couple times where I would jump up on a crate or jump up onto a ledge, yep. and his kneecaps would be you know in the Missing, dirt or yeah. whatever. But also like characters during a cutscene just popping in, uh, like uh, characters spawning in a T pose and just hanging out. And then, and then <laughs> T-Pose floating towards me and bullets are shooting at me somehow, but they're, they're not even, like, the trooper didn't even have a gun, and he's, like, twirling around and so shooting at me. So you definitely played a much more broken version. Yeah, version I don't mean, know why. I've There's some played, messed yeah. up code on yours. I don't know what happened, but my game was so broken. That being said. Did you play it day one? Or? No, I, I've been playing it, like, up to last week. It's still been doing that. <laughs> wow. So, uh, I was going to say, maybe I thought maybe it was something, like, pre-patch. I, or, I, I, I and I haven't, I will say I haven't completed it, but I'm at the end. I'm, oh, I know. I know. I'm you're, so you're ahead of me yeah. on it, so I maybe I'll... I won't spoil anything. But I'm at a place where I'm underwater, um, and there's a lot of Imperials. If you know what I'm talking about, yeah. So that's I know I'm at the end, or, or we're really, really very close. So, um, like I said, you're ahead of me, so maybe you've gotten more of that glitch than I have because yeah. I'm not quite Boy, as far. Boy, my game has just been totally broken. <laughs> or like just characters not looking at each other. Just But I like the actors and I like the story. Right. It's actually one of, I think you could argue it's the best story, maybe next to like Knights of the Old Republic right. in any Star Wars game. Uh, I would have to agree. The story yeah. was really, really good. Yeah. Well, and what it has is these moments that I love much the same reason why I like Last Jedi. Right. These moments, these quiet moments, these uh he's going on these spirit journeys and you know There's a lot of nuance in especially yes. in the cutscenes. I mean they did a really like, good job on one thing I love is like when you when you put your lightsaber together, you just after it's after you do that, he picks it up and just looks at it for a second and you get to look at it and I just like that yeah that pace of it. And uh it's a Metroidvania yeah, I, I really, really, I do love this game. And took the best things of like Force Unleashed, yeah, fighting wise. And I love when you realize you're like, oh, that guy's standing. I don't have to like, I can't push him. He's too far away to push. But if I just pull him, he'll fall into the gap. Yeah, I, all that stuff. I love, right. I love that playing with those powers. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really. And I, I also love too, um, how the Force powers. You had to use them for the puzzles, you know, to be able right. to advance. It was Zelda, you know. Metroid, but it was Star Wars. But I did like the fact that you could go back to planets, yeah, to use new powers that you've right. had. Right, you Metroid, you go, because, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you go down a path. Metroidvania, you, know, you can't reach yeah. there, but if you come back later, you know, you can force pull the rope to you. Right, or exactly. Yep, yeah. Had a great. I think so, Dathomir, favorite planet. That's planet. that's mine. Oh, number yes. two. Also. It was a nightmare, but I liked it. Yeah. Oh, that was your number two. That game? was my number two, also. So okay. I think our number ones will be different. Okay. Just saying. My number one was Jedi Fallen Order. Your number one, Jedi yeah. Fallen Order. <laughs> so then we're all kind of in agreement on this. Yeah. It's great. Well, what do you want to say about it? Um, I didn't have 
anywhere near the issues that you did. You had a seriously broken copy. Let me, <laughs> let me just say that right now, those bugs that you were experiencing, I didn't experience at all. Like a I floating said, spider. Uh, no, I, had, I, 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 I no. didn't know. No rubber banding characters, you know. Yeah. No, nobody t posing. No, you no know. shot off into space on anything. <laughs> like I said, really, the biggest issue that I came across was where you were falling either through the map or parts <laughs> of your legs were missing. Right, yeah. you know, within the, um, uh, you know, within the terrain. Yeah. Right. That you were on, and it wasn't something like that happened you know often or anything did you like find that. some of the platforming was frustrating like yes you would you would like go to jump to the left and he would just fly off in a direction you right. didn't ask yeah. That, yeah that did happen to me quite a bit as well um i can forgive those things and i have it's number two on my list yeah i hated the uh pairing mechanic in I, this game i didn't fully i feel like i didn't get it I, I i know they were trying their hardest to imitate the souls formula yes, when were. it came when it came to the pairing and I would swear on anything, I would hit it at the perfect timing, yep. and I would still get hit, and then Cal would go to block after yes. after I, I got hit. I, I think that was game mechanics more you than know, anything, because was, I, I felt the same way. You know, it, it worked for the blaster fire, but when it actually came down to fighting the purge troopers and your actual lightsaber battles, the pairing was so god-awful. Or that the sisters, just, yeah. yeah. I had a purge trooper fall into the map, but not all the way through, and so he was screaming at me and striking at me. But I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> see him. But I saw I, him, I saw the glow of his things from under the ground. <laughs> I, I, I did have a couple stormtroopers get glitched in the doors. Um, yeah, you know, it, you, I got eyes on him. Yeah, and you, you, <laughs> he you, won't get away. You, you see, you see the gun wiggling, <laughs> yeah. you know, out, out of the door. There's no way to kill him. There's no way for him to damage you. So right. you just kind of leave him, and he's hollering at you as you run away. Yeah, yeah. but. <laughs> but I mean, overall, um, I thought the game was fantastic. It was the Star Wars game that I've been wanting for a very long time. Absolutely. And after uh, the disappointments that we got from Dice, I think Battlefront Two is fine. Yeah, it's come it, a long way. Have you played now, it recently? It has come a long uh, way. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't played it. There's since so launch. much content. It's uh, the game's like all menus now. There's so much content. <laughs> so much. So I know I I fully think uh, Battlefront Two is good, but it's a different kind of game. I was saying I got bored after a while, of mm-hmm. it, so I quit. I quit playing Battlefront sure. Two. And I mean that's kind of how it was with me. Uh, I had a small niche of people uh, on my friends list who were playing it that I was playing with. After they stopped playing it and moved that on, it. that's kind of where I lost interest right, in it right. too. My only other thing to say with with the Star Wars game. <sighs> And this was the way they and they set this up, but the damn mechanics of respawning. Oh, dude! It's like thirty seconds sometimes. You got to wait. I mean, it was like it, it, it painfully brought, yeah, long. It, it brought back it's a consequence. Uh, you know the Bloodborne. Yes. You yeah. know, PTSD. Oh God, yes. Every time yes. you die, you had your minute long. You know, Bloodborne That's just wild. flashing right. at you before yeah. you spawn back. The, in. the controller vibrates just to wake you up in case you fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, right. I love that. All right, but. Yeah. Well, my number one game of this year. I don't think anyone knows what I'm going to say here. I don't think. Um, if it's not Death Stranding, I'm going to be extremely it's, shocked. It's not Death Stranding. No, really? It's not Death Stranding. I really like Death Stranding, but uh, for a lot of reasons, it can't be. I couldn't. I'm not going to be able to finish it. I, I'm, I might. I might have an idea what you're going to say. But uh, my number one game of this year is Control. 
I thought, you know, I thought yes. so. We we had a brief conversation about it the last time I was at. Uh, oh, did you? Okay, yeah. Good. Okay, GameStop, so, so we you, talked about it, and I okay. Yeah, you you expressed your um, undying love for yes. this game. <laughs> here's here's what I love about it. It does. It's so funny how similar it is to Star Wars. It does so many things that Star Wars also does. Right. Many of them better. Uh, it's a sleek. The design is so sleek. And it's so slick, and it just it just from minute one everything feels perfect. The mechanics all work beautifully. You, the upgrading of the gun, the the slight, the awkward. It's like mixing Twin Peaks and Portal, but also adding in like Metroid style, like almost just. I mean, it's almost just like Jedi. Like, oh, here's a, here's an area of the building you need to go to, but you can't because you don't have this thing yet. And you go and you get these. I just. It's so unique. It's so. If you haven't played it, I r- fully recommend it. It's so good. It's on my list. Yeah. Okay. I've, I know I've this got sounds. Twenty games yeah. on the back burner. Uh, yeah. But. The same way. <laughs> yeah. I know it sounds stupid, but the gameplay that I saw and I haven't seen a lot. Sure. Reminded me of the stupid game that he developed on Grandma's Boy. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, uh, demonic. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, the gameplay that I've seen that they showed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I get what you're saying, but I love the mix of this. um, It's like the paranormal meets like a sort of X Files style and Twin Peaks mystery. You have to solve, and there's all this this like language that it uses, like oh that she has the uh she she it's it's like. Everything is a double meaning, and it straight up just tells you, like you're you're the um, I forget what it's even called. It doesn't matter, but like there's a double meaning for everything. Right. Like they say that like you you are the like you oh she 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 got the, uh, the 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 service weapon, but then they refer to her as that. Like and she it, there's all these things like all these mysteries. It it's awesome. It's. It's. Uh, I don't even know. I can't even begin to explain it because there's so much going on. I pass by it and touch it like I'm gonna get it, and yeah. I haven't yet. So yeah. well, that'll be one that's on my list. Very, very good. Number one. Especially for me. since you know most of the games that I was interested in get pushed back till September. Yes. Yes. Anyway, control for me. And I could. I think Jedi would have been top, but the glitches the gl- held it back. <laughs> yep. I'll let you use my copy. Maybe we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you you might just have to like go in there, just delete the game, reinstall it, because I never once, like I said, experienced. It's too late now. It's too late now, but it was wild. (laughs) Anyway, Chris, number one. That may actually make the game a little more fun. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah just why. see, you know, stormtroopers. Somebody you know, just go rocking some into the atmosphere. Into like a Jesus float, flo- floating at you, shooting. You know, that with no gun. It did happen. Got a little matrix added in with Jedi. <laughs> uh, my number one was Death Stranding. Yes. I I will grind this to the end. Yes. I, I mean I, and like I told you before, just like my movies. Story and and yes. cinematography, it has got to be one of the most gorgeous games, it's visually. Beautiful. Yes, it's, it's on my it's back. Wild, and, and, it's wild. It's crazy. You I, honestly, I know it's a game that's going to take forever, so that's it, why yeah. I haven't touched it yet. I go back and forth. I mean, I'll, I'll play one or two other than games for a while, then I'll go back to that for a couple of days in a row. And I'm like, okay, I'm tired of this. Because it is a grind. If you are a run-and-gun, adventure, constant action, this is not your no, game. No, forget it. Yeah, it's not. But if you want an amazing 
visual display as you're playing, amazing story, some very unique aspects. Sure. Because it's a solo player, but technically not. It's a strand type game. Right, yeah. <laughs> New term. Yeah. Um, that, you know, you have friends that play this. They can leave you stuff for other missions. Yeah, I think that that's they don't from use. Souls a little bit. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a very unique, very unique game. And and like I said, if you added all the cutscenes back to back It's a several movies. It's yeah, it's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Epic. Absolutely. I mean I'm wow. probably I'm probably further than what you are on it. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm about sure. halfway through the United States. Yeah, I'm not. I'm nowhere near that. And I've probably seen almost a full feature-length film of, of cutscenes. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. That is nuts. Yeah, and, that is nuts. And you have to go basically from East Coast to West Coast in this. I mean, I, I know, Craft, um, when you were uh, first playing it, you were saying that you were about 10 hours in and maybe like four hours of that, if not cut more, scene. were cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean it's crazy. Yeah. It is. And, and, I, and I love it, though. And I just how it. good the characters look. Not just in the cutscenes, but in the actual gameplay. It's nuts. It's yeah. scary how well they look in the cutscenes. Yeah. I mean, really, you would say that it's kind of a, almost like a like a Sucker Punch 300 kind of Filter on the on a lens of yes. real actors to disguise play. bad CG in those movies, <laughs> right? Yeah, yes. But I mean, that's kind of almost what these cutscenes look like. Sure, I mean, they're, they're, it's just and parts of, and with the you know like Lindsay Wagner that part at the beginning of it in the in the room. Mm, yes, how much that just looked like a real, real. Yeah. person. Plus, Guillermo del Toro is amazing. Yes. It's not his voice, but it sounds a lot like him. Yeah, and, and the guy's pretty close yeah. and does his voice. Yeah. But, but why, I mean, why just, isn't it like why? Why didn't he do his own voice? He couldn't. He had too many. Other things I, to he do. was directing oh, something gotcha. at the time. I think is what. So it's you know, just boiled down to schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Issues. <laughs> yep. But I mean, amazing game. Not for everyone. I mean, you know, that's like I said, it's it is a grind and a half, but beautiful, gorgeous game. That was my number one. All right. And now, on to the main event. The top 10 movie films from 2009 to 2019. <laughs> Why was that so hard? <laughs> You're looking at what me like, God, he's going to say it. He's going to say it. All right. I was waiting from 2009 to 2009. 2099. <laughs> All right. So, uh, these are going to be our top favorite films. Like I said, from the t- last ten years. So uh, let's uh, get into this uh, again. I'm going to ask Jared to go first because he's the guest. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Uh, my number ten, Inglorious Bastards. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Tell me about this movie. <laughs> well, spaghetti western set in World War II um, follows a not just a group of uh, U.S. soldiers, um, but they're aptly named the Bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, their shtick is scalping Nazis. One hundred Nazi scalps. <laughs> I love it. Um, their whole um, their whole plan, at least from the get go, is to kill as many Nazis as possible. 
uh, turns into an operation eventually to kill Hitler as the opportunity falls in their lap. Wouldn't be a top ten of the decade without a Tarantino flick. Um, and and Glorious is probably my all time favorite of his. It's my favorite Tarantino anyway. movie. Yeah, yeah. So. absolutely agree with you. <laughs> Very good choice. So much yours. Yeah, my number ten. John Wick. That's how much I the, love the first John one, Wick. second one, or third one. Well, first it would one. be the first, first one. one. The first because one. if you're looking at, yeah, 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 the first one. Calm down, everyone. The first <laughs> John Wick. I had so much fun with that movie. Uh, it just really it touched me good, if that makes sense and isn't weird. Ugh, boy, <laughs> I don't like that phrase. That, yeah, that's kind of uh, Keanu Reeves touched me good. <laughs> uh, listen, I love that movie. It's it's got this awesome. You, like world that you want to know more about and yeah. there's this crazy stuff with these coins and these safe places and then there's all these rules to this world which that's the one good thing about the the latest one it kind of explained a little yeah, more but i don't want too much now. no 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 but no i i loved it i hadn't seen an action movie that like that in a long time and there hadn't not, been an action movie like that. well not not well, not in the u.s not an american no. one no <laughs> no no uh but i i also have a soft spot for keanu reeves and I kind of grew up with him, and uh, you know, I like that movie a lot. I could talk about it for a long time, but I won't. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Great choice. When we talked about doing the top ten top movies of the last decade, yes. Now I interpreted it a little differently. Okay. <laughs> I did the top movie of each year oh, of the decade. See, I was going to do that too. So nobody but asked I, but me I ended this. Up so going a different. Uh, I mean, so it. I mean, you guys are in your top ten of all of them, which yes. is fine. And I'll, I'm going to go my top ten, of, which is not going to be top ten each year, okay. but the best one I thought of each year. The, uh, of that each year. year, that's okay. And I've thrown thrown a couple honorable mentions and stuff in on on things, and like this first one for 2009, it was Inglorious Bastards. Wow. So, I mean, we've pretty much described that one. My honorable mention for 2009, Drag Me to Hell. Oh, love it. Yeah. I mean, it just barely missed my list. Yeah, Love so that I mean movie. that that kind of now as, since and, we've already talked in that, yeah. I, I mean I can go with and, sure. and you something know, I want to make my honorable explicitly on clear one. here too with my top ten. If I were to revisit this list in a week, maybe two, it would could could be completely different. Sure. I had such <laughs> right. a hard time. This was just the hardest list. 10. Yes, absolutely. I almost copped out with this because I could pick the best movie of each year. <laughs> right. <laughs> Instead right. of trying yeah. to whittle it down, yeah. you know, that was so hard. I kind of made it a little easier on myself. That's fine. So That's okay. All right, number nine. Uh, Rogue One. Nice. nice. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> so, I mean... For those of you that don't know, Rogue One uh, takes place uh, moments before A New Hope. Um, uh, it's a great segue piece. It shows uh, the team that uh, goes and steals the Death, Ar- Death Star plans and uh, tr- you know transmits them to Princess Leia there at the mm-hmm. start of A New Hope. Fantastically shot movie, probably my... Uh, there's no probably about it. It is my favorite of the new Star Wars films. Easily. I think that's a pretty uni- universal yeah. yep. standpoint when it yep. comes uh, <laughs> that's to an easy I think that's Star pretty Wars. much uh, all agreeing on yeah. in this right. room, So Yeah, very unanimous. Great movie. If you're a fan of the franchise, there's no reason why you haven't seen it yet. And I'm excited to actually the Cassian... Yeah. series that's coming fun. out that'll yeah. be you know, and, you know I, was a good I, character I wouldn't necessarily 
have thought I would have been, you know, interested in hearing more about his character. But after, after seeing Rogue One and liking it as well as I do, I would not be opposed well, and I, to the series. I, I don't think that they would have even done that if Rogue One wasn't so well received by everyone. Right. So I, mean, I don't remember a single person really. It's so funny because I. I did not want that movie. I was like, we don't need to see them still on plans with Death Star. I don't want it. I just want to see a new Star Wars movie. What are you doing? <laughs> and I was so wrong. I was so wrong. I mean, you can't go wrong when you start with Mads. He's great. Yeah. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. I, I, I wish he had a little bit more to do in sure. the film. Right, you know, right. He, but he's the M- much much like much like Brian Cranston in 2014 Godzilla. He yeah. just seemed kind of like a throwaway character. He was Literally. there just to kind of yeah. drive the plot along a little bit further. Right. He should have lived. But yeah, fantastic cast, fantastic acting. I thought yeah, just everything about the film. I mm-hmm. I do love it. Congratulations. That's... You're being rescued. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Big fan. Good choice. Thank you. My number 9. Evil Dead 2013. Yes. I, I'm not I, I knew it had to be on your yeah. list somewhere. I, I, it was tough not to put it higher. This <laughs> list was hard for me. Uh, Evil Dead remake is everything that's good about the original, modernized, more brutal. Oh, not, way more brutal. Not as laugh out loud, I was uh, saying, funny, yeah, bad. Not, uh, not quite as slapstick as... No. Uh, boy, it is dark. It is, it is mean. It's nasty. It has a lot of blood. It's got a lot of gore. All <laughs> that, practical that's effects. That's a nice statement. Oh, it literally rains blood at the end of the movie. So, yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan. I love it. There's a new cut of it. There's a new. Really? There's an extended cut that adds a, a few more minutes of stuff, and it adds a lot of more context to some of the characters uh-huh. and stuff. I don't know why that we that wasn't the original cut. When when did this come out? Just this last year. No kidding. Yeah, it's fan. Hmm. If you can find it. Uh, I forget what it's called. I don't know if it's director's cut or just extended. I think it, I think it's called extended cut. Yeah. Worth it if you can find it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, since I cheated, making it easier on myself. 2010 was not a great year for movies. I'm trying to think, what was 2010? Maybe it was Inception 2010. It was, but I, it's not high on my list. It really isn't. I like Nolan. I, I yeah. mean, but my, actually, the best movie at the time was the first Deathly Hollows of Harry Potter. Oh, that was that year. That okay. was that year. So, I mean that 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 brought Harry Potter more into gritty reality as much as Harry Potter can get into gritty reality, mm-hmm. you know. And it kind of had those aspects of you know actual consequence of death. Sure. You know, in it, um, and I thought it was one of the better ones of that series. Love the books. Movies were good, not great, you know, but I think this one was probably one of the best. That's one of the ones I put on the most. If I'm going to put one on, yeah. I do often go straight to that movie for some reason. Right. Now, I did have a guilty pleasure that came out in 2010. What is it? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Guilty pleasure? Uh, how, uh, how's that a guilty pleasure? That movie you, is that, amazing. That movie, I know. That movie I, was originally on this list Yeah. for me. But I mean, in in hindsight, it's not really a guilty pleasure. But it's one of those that if it's on, no matter where it is in the movie, I'll watch it. That that movie, yeah, it, it, it's right up way. there for those kind of movies. That's right up there with Gladiator for me. And you know how sure how much I am with that movie. Oh, so. I love Gladiator too. <laughs> Tucker so and Dale. I, I, if, I if this list that. was extended to fifteen or twenty, Tucker and Dale would have been on my now, list. Now, mind you, this was also the year that one of the worst movies of cinema came out. Which one was that? 
the last airbender. Oh boy. Well the one that sent M Night spiraling until just recently. Yes. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Because that was a god awful movie. I didn't see it. Yeah, I, I, I sat through and it was not a pretty thing. <laughs> Thank God I, it wasn't like in the movie theater. <laughs> All right, number eight. Uh, my number eight. Um, it's one I've spoken about before on this podcast. I saw the devil. Oh yeah. Um, what a movie. Oh, what a movie indeed. Uh, what episode was that? That can we refer people back to that? That, episode? that was on our foreign uh, movie. Yeah. Spectacular. Yes. I'm trying to remember the name of that episode since we don't number them stupidly. <laughs> I know um, that you can find that. Uh, yeah, it, it was my top foreign film. Um, at was least that the I one with Tom? saw up to that point. Um, give a little synopsis. Uh, follows a detective who's uh, been assigned a case of the serial killer uh, that's been wreaking havoc. The serial killer kills the detective's uh, fiance, and then it becomes personal. Turns into this huge game of cat and mouse between the detective and the serial killer, and it just gets more brutal as the movie goes on. <laughs> yes, it's, it's just fantastic. Very good movie. As I said before, love it. Boy, yeah, that's a good movie. I'm just thinking about it for a second. All right, my number what eight, right? Uh, yeah, correct. Right. My number eight. I had to have one on this list. Skyfall. Yep. Uh, if I couldn't have Casino Royale on this list, which I couldn't because of the time period, right. it had to be Skyfall. Uh, yeah, because I definitely know you wouldn't put Spectre on this list. I Look, I have a, I have a soft spot. <laughs> I, do, I do love Spectre. No, I meant as in top ten. No. It is not better than Skyfall by any means. No, and it's, no, in no. fact, that's like a broken movie. Yeah. But uh, I do I do really love Skyfall. This, the song is perfect. Mm-hmm. Adele. I can't believe I'm I saying I love an Adele my, song. I have it on my playlist. Yeah. That Skyfall it's, song. It's so it is, Bond. It is. It's a very, very Bond song. It, it yes. goes well into the tradition of Bond, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, it doesn't really do anything new, but it mm-hmm. does so many things so strong. And Javier is a fantastic villain. Oh, he's he he is good. He is good. Yeah, so creepy. Yeah, I mean, he just is. It, it's you, you know, know it, he, he's not your stereotypical Bond villain where you know, you know, he's just he gives you the willies every. <laughs> and I, I just love the scene when he's back at the headquarters and he takes out, yeah. you know, his uh, fake teeth and yeah. his, you know, face all sinks in, you know, it's from right. the real from, weird from, CG, from, you know, yeah, you know, from the effects of that failed his, cyanide uh, cyanide pill, yeah, yeah. Pill, yeah. Yeah, that movie, and you know, again, it's not like the perfect Bond movie, but it, so many iconic things. The scene of him going to Skyfall, and like they have the car parked, all that greenery and sort yeah. of fog. Oh, oh, it's so Bond, and it's yeah. it's the DB five, and it's yeah. beautiful. It didn't make my list, but I wanted it to be on sure. there. It was one sure. of the movies that was in my final cut, trying to get it to ten. Yeah, but yeah. I had to have it's, Bond it's, representation. It's, it's just I love Bond too much to not have one on here. So that actually was my honorable mention on for 2012. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, well moving on. What was okay. your? Well, we're, we we're at what would be 2011. Oh, right. What was your 2011? My 2011 movie was Super Eight. Oh yeah, I enjoyed that movie. Uh, um, you know, only saw it the one time in the theater, right. but I enjoyed it. It it's had like ET. Kind of, kind of. Um, it was more like almost. 
some of it if you took aspects of like the Blair Witch first person on the camera mm-hmm. because they blended a lot of that stuff that they were the filming when they were when they were making that horror movie. They blended some of that, you know, into the way it was shot and, you know, the whole E.T. meets Oh yeah. Yeah, it was I really good. It. I yeah, like yeah. it. That's a forgotten movie. It I is. Think, but I and really... that's and that was that was one of my favorites at the it, time. It's a JJ Abrams, right? Yep. Uh yeah, that's well and that was right after Cloverfield. Yes. Right. And I was so I was so, so that, hyped about loving Cloverfield that right. I was like, "Oh, Super Eight's gonna be great!" And I did love Super Eight. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of the year that uh, X Men First Class came out too. Mm-hmm. Which so I that, like was, that movie too. That was a good, uh, good year and good average movies. Because I mean, a movie that's kind of a guilty pleasure too is Real Steel. No, no. <laughs> that's a, a guilty who, pleasure. I have a friend who agrees Come with on. you, and I want to. Just no. It's a I'll, guilty I'll, pleasure. I'll, I'll level with you. I didn't it, say it it's, was... it's watchable. Yeah. Real steel. <laughs> Real steel. I... No. <laughs> you guys know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's... that's why I, I didn't say it's, you know it, I didn't give it an honorable mention. It's a wholesome film. Yeah. We'll, we'll just all right. That. Last Jedi is a masterpiece. Then. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. All right. What's your number seven, Jerry? I'll send their even par. Uh, the Conjuring. Oh, oh, again, this would be on my list if I could have twenty, or even fifteen, <laughs> probably. So, um, I love horror movies, but my prime decade would be like seventy to eighties. You know, yeah. or I feel The Conjuring is like the quintessential modern day horror film, and I love the atmosphere that James Wan was able to uh, capture and convey in The Conjuring. It does feel 70s, doesn't it? It mm-hmm. it has a very retro feel to it. There's no nudity. What I like to refer to modern day horror as porno gore. Porno gore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no nudity. There's very little cussing and really very minimal gore. It is straight and, to the horror. And yeah. I mean... Which I love. You, I mean, right. I, and he was able to capture this Atmosphere. all without any of that, you know, and was able to drive home this very conveying and very um, real story. Of course, it was based on uh, true events, whether you you know believe in that or not. But I think this is the movie that I've seen the most times in theaters i think i went five times really while, while really? this was wow in its show run or in its running that's amazing yeah i absolutely love this movie every time i went and saw it you know had the hair standing on the back of my neck sure. even though i knew what to expect <laughs> just because the atmosphere the yeah. driving atmosphere i just yeah i love it i find myself watching the second one more but i think the really? first one's a better movie the, yeah. the second one i i felt was a little campy yeah, I be, like because, that. Because of the Crooked Man? The Crooked Man could be out. Right. Crooked yeah. Man's like Canto Bite. Get if, it out of if, here. Crooked <laughs> Man sucks. If yeah. you took the Crooked Man out of it, I think I would like part two a lot more than what I did. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, but but yeah, hopefully the third one delivers. You Different know. director, right? It's not James Wan. Uh, I, think is it? I, I thought Wan I was think still it's, behind the helm. No, I don't think so. No, I think, I think they've got somebody else. I think it's somebody else, yeah. Gotcha. But either way, could be good. Hope yeah. it's good. Hopefully. Uh, my number seven. Boy, it's Rogue One. <laughs> we don't need to talk about no, it. Rogue no, One, amazing. No. Yeah. Moving it on. Shouldn't be on top ten list. Of it. Yes. 
since I did years, 2012. Yes. Um, like I said, Skyfall was my top honorable I mention. <laughs> but you know what? There was a lot of good movies that came out that really s- launched the Avengers. 2012 we're talking about? 2012. Yeah. Avengers. Um, the Hobbit movie came out. Too bad. One movie that was, oh, no, come on. I don't love it. I do I, not now, love now, it. Now, is it the overuse of CGI? Is that why you don't like it? Didn't need or... to be three movies. Uh, oh, I, we don't need to talk about this. Yeah, I, no. I did I not mean, love The Hobbit, though. Yeah. I, I, I think it kind, of be, it kind of betrays many things that are beautiful and pure about the original one. Right. But anyway, go on. Anyway. Thanks, Kermit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go on. No, in 2012, as a, as a movie, Lincoln. Sure. I mean... You know, and I'm that historical person that, with the, you sure. know, that, that year Daniel Lincoln Day was Lewis. doing historically well in theaters. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, as history shows that, and hasn't Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> oh, I see what you <laughs> even did being there. On, yeah. Nice oh, one. Oh, boy. Much like John Wilkes Booth, right. Jared took his shot. Right. Well, it's okay. <laughs> and it landed. You know, shots fired. Anyway, you know, <laughs> go on. It could have gone worse. He could have broken leg on that comment. Well, that's oh. right. You do. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, just and hearing the backstory in the movie of well, how far Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis took to be referred to as President Lincoln, yeah, he is President Lincoln, yeah. But I mean, as as a historical movie, it was pretty good. I, you know, and of that year, like I said, to go it, Avengers was a good movie. Started the whole sure. thing, you know, some of the other ones, but to say it was the best of the year, I couldn't, I, I couldn't not. It's not a better movie with, than Lincoln, probably. I was going to say yeah. from that year. Have I watched Avengers more than Lincoln? Oh, Hell absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but so that's how, that that is something though. It's to that like Scorsese saying that Marvel movies aren't cinema. Ah, hmm, uh, no, I, I I'm not. Lincoln's, gonna, Lincoln's a good movie, but I've seen Avengers way more times. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what that comment was all about. That that just seemed way out in left field. Almost jealousy. You yeah, know? I think that's all it was. You know? I think it is. I didn't love Ricky Gervais' comments though. Yeah, he's you know, he talks about you know saying that Marvel movies are theme parks. What is he doing at a theme park? He's too short to ride any of the rides. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. You know, and this coming from the guy that performed in uh, what was the fish movie with Will Smith? The Shark Tale. Shark Tale. This those comments coming from the guy that performed. Was he in, in that movie? Oh, yes. Boy, I've never seen it. He's the car wash owner. That's weird. <laughs> Who's a fish? Yes. All right. Sorry. Whale wash owner. Oh, right. You know, so saying that these movies aren't anything, and yet you're an animated fish yeah. owner of a whale wash. Owner Shut up. Sit down wash. in your high chair. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Number six. John Wick. John Wick. <laughs> our, our lists are really coming together. Anything uh, else you want to say about it? I mean, I, I don't know how much more you can really say about it. Fantastic movie. Great revenge plot. You know, uh, it's pretty well nonstop from the word go. I mean, all the John Wicks are. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just just a great film. Not not good for dogs. Uh, and the, the the first one wasn't. <laughs> oh, the third one, great for dogs. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> All right then, my number six. I don't think this will surprise anybody. Halloween twenty eighteen. It's an honorable mention. Yeah, it was one of the movies I had to cut down. I, I love it so much. I've seen it a bunch of times now. 
I just have this. I mean, I, if you've listened to this podcast at all, I, I talk. I, I love John Carpenter to death, and uh, anything that even comes close to the original Halloween. Now, uh, I will say this movie finally made me give a damn about the franchise because I know we've spoken about it before. Halloween, as far as the old school slashers are concerned, has always been my least favorite. Sure, I understand that. Uh, I totally understand that. But this new movie. Like I said, it really did make me care for the original Halloween. Yeah. I know it retconned all, all the Everything. others out. <laughs> yeah. Too um, bad, because Halloween 4 is a personal favorite. I love Halloween 4. I, and see, I, I don't know. I oh, just, come on. Like, Demon like, Knight? Just, you didn't like that one? That's not a Halloween movie. <laughs> huh? No. Or, no, Witch, what is it? Witching Night? Uh, season uh, of the Witch. Season uh, of the Witch, yeah. I was like, Demon Knight no, with no, Billy Zane? Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. I love Billy Zane. Yeah, no, no, no. What if Billy Zane was Michael Myers? <laughs> Just think about that for a minute. <laughs> He'd finally have hair. Go yeah. on. <laughs> totally was it me? The mask off. Yes, I was, I was yeah, the one talking. Yeah, was, yeah. You finally <laughs> cared about. You finally cared about Halloween. Yes. Great. Yeah. Billy Zane. Moving on. Number six. <laughs> you know that's the funnest part of this podcast. Me throwing things at him to completely blow him off. Oh. Just yeah, completely derail the yeah topic at hand. <laughs> Anyway, 2013, the movie probably was the best one. Old Saul Guerrero's movie at the time. Horace Whitaker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lee Daniels, the butler. <laughs> okay. I mean, sci-fi movies, there weren't a ton in 2013. And if you look at best movie... Was Gravity 2013? Or was that later? That was later. It was, yeah. I think that was the next year. I enjoyed Gravity. No, I think it was, but I, I wasn't yeah, a big fan. I, I want to say it was in that early part. I don't know. It might have been 2013. I don't know anything. I couldn't remember if it was 13 or because 14. Because it popped up when I was doing my research. Right. Yeah. I can't remember. But no, anyway, and, and just personal favorite. So it's a Forrest Whitaker movie without Borgullet? Yes. Not interested. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking, like I said. I, <laughs> All right, that's fine. I took it differently when All we were right. talking about this. That's okay. We have to get better on production notes. That's right. All right, moving on. <laughs> Number five? Number five. Mambo. Logan. Logan. I have to pee. Um, Best line of the There's, movie. man, th- this movie, there's so many emotions that, you know, I, I, I ran through while I was in the theater while watching this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and for... Anyone who hasn't seen it, of course, it follows kind of loosely the old man Logan storyline from the comics. Uh, very loosely. Very yeah. loosely. Um, in that Logan is just old in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's about the, where the similarities <laughs> yeah, I mean, end. Uh, James Mangold movie. Yeah. Um, follows the X-Men into a future where there's very few uh, mutants left uh, due to a um an event that's referenced throughout the film uh a couple times uh involving uh professor x um it's just dark and gritty kind of riding on the coattails of deadpool's r-rated success mm-hmm. you know and they just kind of took with, that in with no comedy right <laughs> yeah but yeah with no deadpool comedy. wasn't funny but yeah no right just super serious Dark undertones, yeah. um, a lot of blood, a lot of gore. <laughs> yes, you know, and it just follows an aging, failing Logan, and 
Yeah, up until the movie's climax. It has the most heart of any Marvel movie. Probably. Oh, it does. I, I would it probably does. say, as a, and I mean, it's not technically, I guess, an MCU Marvel movie, right. but probably one of my favorite of any in that universe. Absolutely. Hard to deny. Have nope. you seen it in black and white? Yes. It's great in black and white. Well, it, it's worse. I mean, heart-wrenchingly <laughs> worse. <laughs> I mean, I you get know. I what you mean, yeah. It really works, though. I mean, Logan is one of my favorite characters of all the X-Men universe. And, you know, originally watching it in the theater, yeah, you get a little choked up. Dude, watching it in black and white, I literally had some tears. Sure. You know. I mean, the the two parts in that movie, the the mid, I I feel like that movie had two climaxes. The family thing? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the the, the crescendo at the end. Right. Both of those just gut punched me yeah. so bad in the theater, and like, I don't choke up during movies very easily, but that, oh man, though that was a rough movie to get well, through. Well, and then the 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 climax at the end, where and, and I mean, it's been out long enough. Everybody knows that he dies. What? <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If you haven't, what the hell is wrong with you? If you haven't, seen I had this? it paused. I was gonna go back home and finish it. <laughs> Have you not watched no, anything I've, for like several years? Yeah, I have. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> you know, especially in the black and white version, actually, the part where she walks away from the from the t- you know his, his burial grave. site, yeah. that got me worse than than seeing him die. Yeah, actually die. That's rough. That I know. Rough. But I mean, that's you know, I'm talking about, like you said, the black and white version. It's got more more emotional gravity to it than even yeah, the color. I love it. Yeah. That movie's great. He's mm-hmm. great in it. Yep. Love it. All right. My number five. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Really? The Daniel Craig one. Okay. There is yep. something about this movie that I keep going back to. It is one of those movies that I will just turn on all mm-hmm. the time. Uh, I don't know what it is. I, The vibe of it. The the Daniel Craig of it all, I love that. Well, and that- again, it's like touches, <laughs> and it's essentially James Bond versus serial killer. I yeah. mean, that is really what it is in right. Sweden. Um, I like Elizabeth Salander as a character. I love uh, Mikhail. What is it? Bloomquist, uh, yeah. his character. Mm-hmm. That they're. I love him. I wish they'd done the sequels. Oh, um, I so wish they would have done the sequels. I, I, well, I, want, I wanted more one? of that universe. They did a new one from Fede um, Alvarez, who did the Evil Dead remake. And you know what? It's fine. Girl Caught in the Spider's Web. The Girl in the Spider's Web. Web. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But it becomes... It really is a Bond movie. That one is straight up... It's, it goes a little too far into Bond, I think. Gotcha. Uh, but it works. It's oh. good. Um, Which one? The new one? The new Spider one. Web? The thing is, like, so in the new one, it, it, her character is all about, like... Um, punishing people who do wrong things and like hurt women or like are terrible people or whatever she's right. she's getting revenge for sins of the past for people or whatever and she does it like one time in the new movie it's just this like international plot it, it it's okay but it, it's it, i liked it it but just it, seems like it kind of detaches itself it doesn't from have the, the heart yeah, it doesn't right. have the heart of the girl the dragon tattoo yeah. and I, the way that movie looks the way it all plays out and it's just it, it's intense and it gets me every time girl the dragon tattoo the remake, I love it. Definitely an honorable mention. Yep. Okay, mine's so we're number doing four. the year would be two thousand fourteen. Yeah. My number one film, Fury. Fury. Yes. I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah, you know, after your best of twenty nineteen, definitely not surprised. I know. No, I <laughs> mean, 
you know, another one of those World War Two, World War One movies that you know had a ton of heart, ton of emotion. I mean, you actually you're pissed off at them sometimes. The characters, you yep. you know, you. I mean, everybody as much of an asshole as John Bernthal was in that mm-hmm. movie. You you know you got that sickening feeling in your stomach when he was killed. Yep. You know at the end at the end of it. I, I oh and a, that that final battle was just it, I mean amazingly amazing. brutal with what was going on. I mean and you were in such a you felt that being enclosed inside of that tank. Yeah, it gave that that's scary. Yeah, no thanks. That claustrophobic, very, very, yeah. very claustrophobic. You know, and uh, with that SS platoon that was advancing on them, of course they had Panzerfaust. You right. know, with Doom. Yeah, because you knew it was a no-win scenario for oh, yeah. the guys in the tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eventually ammunition's going to run out. Right. You know, they had more guys spread out over a greater distance, and the sh- sharpshooter. Yeah, exactly. It, this was the year there was a ton of honorable mentions. Oh, really? Yeah. Like what? John Wick. Oh, yes. The Equalizer. Okay, yeah. Um, Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know, had a ton of movies that oh, were... Oh, for sure. Yeah, 2014 was stacked. Stacked! And the return of Michael Keaton. You know, I, I'm, yeah. sur- I'm Bird surprised... Birdman. Birdman. I'm surprised uh, you didn't uh, mention Interstellar. Mm-hmm. I am too. I, I <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. really are you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I actually had the imitation game in the theory of everything. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imitation okay. game was the uh, the decoding of the Nazi. Uh, yeah. You know, know the movie, and then the, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Right? Yes. Yeah, and um, theory of everything. Everything was, uh, had. Um, it was about Stephen Hawking. Uh, Christoph yeah. Waltz yeah. in yeah. it, right? I think so. Yeah. All right. Anyway, what's number or, four? Or maybe I was thinking of uh, Zero Theorem. That you're, you're thinking oh, that's yeah. Zero Theorem. Uh, this had, um, what's his face that's in um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him? Re- Eddie Redmayne? Yes. Yeah. Because he was Stephen Hawking. Right, 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 right. Gotcha. Right. Uh, my number four. The first Deadpool. The first Deadpool, huh? Yep. All right. Um, another movie I went into the theater with very high expectations, you know, and left, you know, pleasantly pleased. The movie delivered on every front that I thought it was going to. Uh, and like I said, it even delivered a bit more so. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. There's not a whole lot you could say about Deadpool that hasn't already been said before a million times. Or <laughs> that he hasn't said himself. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Exactly. Anybody who's been following uh, Ryan Reynolds on social media since even before Deadpool came out, <laughs> he's always been Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, he's always been Deadpool. Even I mean, when he wasn't in the rent. Even when he was <laughs> yeah. in Blade Three, he was right, Deadpool. He was Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, let's. Although face he it, really uh, wasn't you know. Deadpool in Wolverine Origins. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, that I don't was know what the else. hell that was. Yeah. I, I do, I do love the little retcon that they did there at the end oh of uh, God, Deadpool. That was hilarious. Yes. That was amazing. Yes. Uh, yes, but yeah, great movie. That was my number four. I remember leaving the theater from Deadpool. Like, I, I enjoyed it, but I was like, nothing I didn't expect. It yeah. was like perfectly Deadpool. Right. I was like, it, it's exactly what it needed to be. You know, like, and I did like, I love that movie. Yeah. But like, 
I wasn't uh, like shocked by anything. I was like, yeah, that's that's how it needed to be. Like it did its job to be a Deadpool movie. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I totally see why it's on your list. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. My number four, Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> uh, well, we already we'll, talked we'll, about we'll it, but call, I yeah. love it. Yeah. It's uh, my favorite Tarantino movie. Uh, I love killing Nazis, uh, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so we're going to go with 2015, and my favorite movie of that year was Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. I thought that might be on this list. Yes, yeah. yes. That was, the, yeah, if I had a top 15. I had to take it off yes. my list, yes. I know. Uh, witness me, I'm You sorry. know, and, and, and 2015 <laughs> wasn't bad because we got, we got the fun version, Ant-Man. Sure. That was the first real fun, you know, kind of almost slapsticky to a degree. I'm still mad about Ant-Man. Should have been an Edgar Wright movie. That's no, too bad. No. It is what it was. They should not have done that. It was that. so fun. It was I liked fine. it. No, it's fine. Paul Rudd is great uh-huh. in that, yeah, as yeah, that yeah. character. He's fine. Uh, and then uh, Man from Uncle. Mm-hmm. That movie came out in 2015. Henry Cavill. Yes. Though, uh, I was hoping for a sequel on that one. Yeah. Why didn't I mean, they? I, Did it not do well? Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really shocked that they didn't. I've heard there's still rumors what, of them doing it. Those what, kinds of was, movies wasn't there be... one lined up? Yeah, as far I, as I, th- I knew, yeah, I, I thought they had the all the pl- you know intentions in the world to make a follow up, and it just something happened. Yeah, I don't know if like his scheduling with other things kind of you know got in the way, or hmm. but yeah, that was that was. Mad Max Fury Road was yeah. probably the best one of that that year. So I could agree with that. Probably. Okay. Probably. <laughs> oh yeah, back to me. <laughs> number. I, I'm sitting here waiting for you to. You no. Know, show me three. Number three. Yeah, number three. Yeah. Uh, the Raid Redemption. Yes. Um, again, hearkening back to our foreign uh, movie episode. Uh, yeah, the the raid's fantastic. Uh, best pure action movie that I've ever watched. Um, if you've never heard of it, I don't necessarily blame you. I urge um, you to watch it. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> urge you to watch it. I second that. Uh, follows a, a squad of SWAT soldiers. Um, it takes place in Ind- Indonesia. They get this... Uh, intel about this huge drug kingpin crime lord uh he's held up uh at the top of a hotel and the whole movie is the swat team fighting from the ground level all the way up to where the kingpin is such a good premise too and yeah. it's i mean you can't ask for a better action film in my opinion it delivers on you know everything Check you can mark. ask for one but you're not going to get one no <laughs> Unless maybe we finally get a third, you know, the third installment. It'll happen, right? Eventually, I hope. It's meant to be a trilogy. Yes. It should. Yeah. It could easily. Yeah, they will. They will. They have to. I'm telling them right now. (laughs) Do it. Yeah. The Raid. Love it. It, again, probably would have been on my list if I had more slots. That's a good one. Number three. This is a movie that I'm sure no one else has on their list. And I'm probably going to get people don't like this, but... Uh, for me, it's Crimson Peak. I really enjoyed Crimson Peak. I, I saw this and I knew you were going to have it. On. I love this movie so much. I, I, again, it's one of those movies I just turn on all the time. The atmosphere—it's so perfect. It's, it's so Del Toro. It's so Del Toro, yeah. <laughs> but it's also so um, sort of like dark shadows and uh, just sort of like goth love story. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
and there's ghosts in it and yeah. some of the ghosts are awesome the visuals of it just I, I love it it's a movie that I will watch forever it was probably a better version of Dark Shadows than Dark Shadows oh, the, oh no question <laughs> and the thing is like I think it, it didn't do that great I no. think it lost money maybe but um, I, I think people just didn't understand I, it they I thought think, it was going to be like a pure horror movie right I think maybe it's worth rewatching if people haven't seen it lately. I think it wasn't advertised right yeah, and, it, and well. You know, I, I, I do agree. And I don't remember I what else came out at the time. You I saw know only it was ghost stuff, against, pretty much. Yeah, right? yeah Bond, it, was, it, was, it was definitely... Oh, is that when, when, it came out around Spectre. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely marketed poorly. You know, poorly. Very, <laughs> very poorly. Yeah. Well, what do you do with it? It's a romance movie. Right. But it's not a romance movie. It's a gothic love story with a ghost in it. Gotcha. <sighs> yeah, love it. <laughs> well, my next one would have been 2016, mm-hmm. and that's when Rogue One came out. Yeah. So, and that that's high up on my list. Would have been if I did my top ten. Yes. But I mean, and also that's when we had uh, Civil War came out, mm-hmm. and um, Deadpool. Right. Both those came out. So I mean, for the sci-fi fantasy. Anything, you know, comic book, that was a pretty decent year for Yeah, a great year. So, Absolutely. It's really ramped up. Yeah. Number two. My number two, Interstellar. Yes. Um, much like Tarantino, I couldn't have a top ten of the decade without a Nolan flick. Sure. Um, I th- we, There was only two others to choose from, I think. Wasn't was, there Inception was and... No, Prestige, I think, was like 08. Was it? 07, 08, something yeah. like that. I would have put Prestige. Um, Which Prestige would have been on mine, Yeah, too. Prestige so would have definitely been, um, had it fallen within the decade. But I think uh, it was Inception and The yeah. Dark Knight Rises, yeah. I, I yes. think. And, yeah, Interstellar definitely inched both of those out for me. While mm-hmm. the other two are both great, Interstellar is just, it's such a, it's a lot to take in. Yeah, it's as, a huge as, movie. as any Nolan film is. But I just, I love the whole traveling to another galaxy, looking for an inhabitable planet because Earth is dying and falling into what um, is deemed to be like the ethereal state is actually like a fourth dimension. Sure. You know. Something like that. You know, (laughs) right. I mean, I I think that was kind of left, you know, to the viewer's interpretation, like, are ghosts real? Well, maybe it could be somebody that's trapped in this. Sure. You know, in this, you know, uh, That was a weird twist I didn't see coming, but I didn't hate either. Right. I I mean, it was just, and there's like time travel involved in it too. And I mean, it's just. Tars. I love Tars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Great sci-fi film great um um choice and cast um you know of course you have to have michael kane in it um michael kane ha- <laughs> um matthew mcconaughey you know mm-hmm. great in the lead just everybody did a great job fantastic movie and yep. is my number two yep it, it at one point was on my list top 10 and it got shuffled out uh it is my number one honorable mention, and I have a list I can show you after. It is. Um, <laughs> along with Inception, actually. Um, now, two Nolan movies on my honorable mention. Inception, I didn't care for on my initial viewing, but as subsequent watches have happened, I do like it a lot yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's yeah. just another, you know, a lot to digest. And it fits right in there with, like, the Dark Knight movies and stuff. I just love those movies. <laughs> Give Nolan a Bond movie. Shut up and do it. I, Come I agree. on. I agree. I think that was said on I mean, one it, of your recent If this is Daniel Craig's yeah. coming up episodes, last one, just screaming about then yeah, it. I'm just going yeah. to get Nolan him. started. Shut up and give it to him. All right, my number two. I don't think this will surprise anybody, but it's what we do in the shadows. No, nah, it doesn't surprise me at no. all. No. Taika Waititi is, uh, well, the best. And that movie I've seen no less than probably 30 times, realistically. I love it. I love it so much. It's got everything I love. Comedy, vampires. Uh, that's it. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you need. Yeah. No, I, I really, really love that movie. If you have not seen What We Do in the Shadows, I beg you to watch it. Now you're it's talking so the movie. Funny. No, the show's great too. Yeah, that, no, I was going to say. Watch the movie the show, and then watch the show because the show is just say. as good. It is just as good as the, as the movie. Yeah. So Now does the show pick up after the movie, before the movie? Uh, because it, it, I, it just kind of after, par- yeah. It's after, but it doesn't. Re- it doesn't matter. Um, different, different cast of vampires in oh, different locations. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there, there is a they crossover. They kind of run parallel. There is a crossover yeah. that you need to be aware of. But yes, uh, what we do in the shadows. It's so funny. It's so good. It's like a. Fa- it's like The Office meets vampires. Yeah. But they're in New Zealand and they're all a little quirky. <laughs> um, have you seen it, Jared? I actually have not. Okay. I you, own. It's I own the movie. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those that's still probably sitting in the shrink wrap. Put it in um, the machine already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I mean, you're not the first, you know, to to recommend the movie to me. Sure. Um, it, it's just one of those that's unfortunately fallen to the back burner because I, I don't have all the time in the world. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> all right, but yeah, that's my number two. What okay. we do in the shadows. All right. So since I'm going by the year 2017, 2017, Logan, Logan. I mean, we, we've talked about that one pretty much in extent. Yes. My honorable mention on that year was Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Another Taco Watini movie. Yep. I mean, that's my favorite Marvel movie. I, I think, think that brought Thor back into after the debacle yes. of, Thor of the Dark World. Yeah. Yes. Now, I, I know I'm definitely in the minority. I, I enjoyed Dark World more than, than most. Um, I definitely liked it more than the first. Really? I, I yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. I, yeah, I just I I really don't necessarily have a reason why, but I just I like the darker, grittier aspect of sure. Dark World more so than the first. Um, darker, crappier CG. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's okay. No. If you like it, you like it. Yeah. There, there's there's worse examples of CG. There are. There are. There tons. really are. You know, and especially in this last decade. I just watched uh, Revenge of the Sith. I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. Definitely, though, Ragnarok was a fantastic film, and I do agree. And I think that actually, that, that was the vehicle to, to really skyrocket Taco Watini as a director. I mean, he was already up there, but man. This, I mean, that, that's it, what I it mean. It seems like he it was, was going to happen either way. Right. Yeah. But that was the one. That, yeah. That's the one that, you know, that shot him into being able to do pretty much anything he wants to do. And be. he is. So. All right, cool. Does that mean it's time for your number one, Jerry? For my number one, District 9. District 9. Love it. Yep. Um, man, I. Fucking prawn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Neil Blomkamp, fantastic. What is he up to? I liked Elysium, by the way. Yeah, I, I've loved everything he's done. In the trailer, you just hear 
activate Kruger. And you see, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's so awesome. Yeah, Shart- I love it. Shartle Copley. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not a Neil Blomkamp movie without uh, Copley in there he's somewhere. He's so good. But yeah, District 9, uh, haven't, if you haven't heard about it, um, what the hell are you doing with your life? Yeah. Uh, probably the, in my opinion, the greatest sci-fi film of the last decade. Really? I, yeah, I, more I, than I, Interstellar. More, more so than Interstellar. More yeah. than, um, it just, <sighs> what was the other one I was thinking? No, no, you don't know. Go on. <laughs> um, but yeah, it takes uh place in Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a derelict uh, alien spacecraft that's above the city. Uh, the aliens basically have become an integral part of the community. Uh, they live in their own separate ghetto. Of course, it's impoverished. You know, the humans look at them as just basically scum, paras- sure, you know, well, parasites, you know. The, the movie is sort of a, a metaphor for the apartheid. Isn't right, it? Yeah. yeah. And, I, I mean, it It was kind of a sociopolitical movie of sure. of the time frame as well. Sure. Um, you know, it, it hearkened to a lot of um, things that were going on in the world at that time Absolutely. and still even today. Oh, yeah. It's got a real message. That's the best sci-fi. It's got, like, a real... You know, like a Gene Roddenberry, but this is actually about pollution. Right. You know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, great movie. Uh, it's kind of shot in that almost sort of found footage. Yes. You know, as real as like, uh, as long as real time, uh, it's, you know, kind of, you know, uh, flip flops between the two. Uh, main character. Uh, what 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 is he exactly? He's like an inspector. He's, I think. He works for the government. Like, I like think, a, like a quality. He's control. almost like a health inspector. He's almost kinda. like a health inspector, right? Yeah. Uh, comes in contact with this mysterious substance that has all kinds of adverse health effects. That <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you might say that. Yeah, uh, you know that he basically uh, becomes one of the aliens. Yeah, basically, right. becomes a prawn uh, by the end, and he's waiting for his. Oh, at the end when he promises, oh, yep. boy, I love that movie. <sighs> yep. And we'll never get a sequel. No. Unfortunately. No. That it, is a it, great movie. I, I would love a sequel. Neil, if you're out there listening. <laughs> and I know you <laughs> are, deliver. Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Stand and deliver, Neil. <laughs> I didn't expect that for your number one, but I also respect it for number one. Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, then I guess that's my number one. And I think. If you've paid attention to all my lists forever, you might be able to guess what my number one movie is. Possibly. Do you want to try and guess? Do you want to guess? Did I already say it? No, no one said it. It's okay if you don't want to guess. No. Uh, It follows. Oh, I should have known that. (laughs) God, I should have known that. I can't tell you enough how much I love this movie. I know. It's so good. It's, it's It's just the best. The soundtrack, the way it looks, the way it feels, it's a John Carpenter uh, love letter, but it's also totally new, and it's got specific rules, and it breaks some of those rules, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, the overall feel, look, everything about it is like, uh, you were saying there's no perfect movies earlier, but this is pretty perfect. No. I think it's mainly the perfect movie, for me anyway. Well... It's very and, and of course that's subjective. Yes, of course. It's, for it's, you. it's subjective right. in the fact that it's objective in fact. <laughs> but yes. 
Anyway, go on. Anyway. T- time for your number. Time for mine. Yeah. Well, technically, it's uh, 2018. Yes. And so it, mine would be A Quiet Place. Oh, okay. So, kind of that. And, you know, and we even got, you know, that year we got Infinity War came out. But I think uh, A Quiet Place kind of brought that sort of suspense more not... It's almost a horror suspense like light horror yeah it, it was yeah. very light horror you know it kind of almost brought a, a like a, a in-between genre mm-hmm. you know and i thought it was it was well directed you know sure like everybody oh, yeah. in it was really good we're it's getting good. a sequel <laughs> here shortly we're getting a sequel here shortly um i know they've kind of turned the haven't really turned the concept but the dynamic of the family is gonna be a lot different yeah so I liked it, but I didn't. As like a horror fanatic, it didn't like quite. It didn't well, really and that's go why I said me. it wasn't really it's more a of an accessible movie. movie, though. Right? Yeah, it's it's a very successful, accessible movie. So I get why it is so popular. Right. I think it's a great gateway movie, probably into some more horror films. Uh, so yeah, no, I I fully applaud and like. Well, I'm I mean, glad there's more coming. You know, it's a lot like, you know, you talked about like gateway kind of borderline horror movies like. You know, M Night Shyamalan signs. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's kind of that kind of that aspect that you're you're really is there some psychological aspect? Is right. it you know? There's a little bit of horror aspect. You you finally get at the end, kind of see that payoff of the of the creature, right? Kind of thing. So absolutely. That was that. Yeah, I I definitely have to agree. It's again, I I don't know if it would have made a top like fifteen, maybe a top twenty list. Yeah, I I, I did really. Enjoy I mean, honestly, Quiet it Place. was borderline. I'm just, you know, with me going by years, I would probably put that as. And honestly, as much as everybody loved Infinity War, mm-hmm. I still kind of put this ahead of that because of the fact that. And I mean, that's a little. That was a- that was another thing when completing my list too. Like I was trying so hard not to include like every superhero movie yeah. under, <laughs> under, under the damn sun. And that's, yeah. and that's a lot of what I was trying not you know, to do. I, too, I, was so. try, I was trying to think out of the box, but you know, it had a couple foreign films on there. Sure. But yeah, a lot of them, you know, they were big Hollywood blockbuster hits. Uh, but it's so hard to, deny the fact that Marvel has really hit it home with a lot of movies. Oh, or, yeah. You know, in, in the last 10 years. Unavoidable. Yeah. Marvel was inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mentions for me. Uh, the first one was Interstellar. Right. The second one was the movie Drive, uh, which was at one point my number 10 movie. Uh, and also uh, Inception. I haven't seen it. Have, Drive, you haven't? haven't seen Drive, huh? It, it feels... To me, like uh, that's God, old boy from um, oh, what? What? What is his name? Why can't I think of it? <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful looking movie. The soundtrack is incredible. Uh, it for me, I don't know if it was just because I was watching a ton of Breaking Bad at the time, but it, <laughs> but it almost it almost feels like a side story in the Breaking Bad. Okay, kind of weirdly, kind of like, like El Camino. But, but El Camino's actually, and you know, I think some people might some people might scratch their heads when I say that. But but for I don't know what it is, but there's something about the grittiness of it, the realism of it that it's um, just something that you could see. You within could see it that being universe. in the and, and you know it's just because of at the time I was watching so much Breaking Bad and then I watched that movie. They work <laughs> together for me, so I fully recommend Drive. It's very great. Enough. Yeah, very good. There were tons of other honorable mentions, but those were the ones I yeah. wanted to make sure I said. 
And how about you, Chris? You got or you kind of been doing it? I mean, yeah. Outside of what you've mentioned, no, I mean, not really. I mean, for the most part, pretty much, I've I've kind of stated, um, you know, you could have gone with any of the Marvel movies. You know, I mean, even like you know, 2018 Bohemian Rhapsody was a really. Good, I'm a right. huge Queen fan. I mean, he done that character justice yes. you know oh for sure i mean yep. those kind of things um yeah rami malik was every bit of um freddie mercury as anyone could have oh yeah you know? sure. absolutely yeah really, but, i mean, I mean really you know, though you know, <laughs> you know and then like last year like i said the two the two world war one movies were were my top for that year and sure you know i i had that on there too you do your thing that's what we did yep so. for sure absolutely um I just had a couple honorable mentions that didn't get brought up. Uh, Ex Machina. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oscar Isaac. Um, as far as newer, uh, newer movies are concerned, had a pretty small budget. Um, I, I think it was like in the ballpark of, I think it was like $20 million or something like mm. that. Um which we say, well, had a small budget. <laughs> it was $20 million, well, you know? right. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, that's chump change. Uh, in Blade Runner 2049. Love it. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm actually really surprised that it wasn't on your list. It's an honorable mention for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, yeah. As much as I love Blade uh, Runner. Yeah. It, mm. uh, like, I definitely would have thought it would have been yeah. on there. Yeah. Really yeah. Shocked. It really crossed shocked. my mind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. You know, what I was going to mention and see what get your guys' reaction in the last, you know, 10 years. You know, there was that big craze of the found footage movies and stuff. What did you guys think of Chronicle? Because I almost had it kind of as a honorable mention. I thought it was fine. I, I didn't love it. To be honest, I can't really remember much of it. It's like a superhero. Oh, I mean, you kind saw of. it, though. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, and, and that's what I thought. A lot of it, it was lost. If you go back and watch it now, kind of, you know, because I saw it probably a couple weeks ago. It yeah. was, you know, I saw it on like 2 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, because <laughs> that's where most of those movies go to. Yeah. You know. But I mean, I I thought as one of those found footage kind of movies, it's fine. I thought it was, yeah. you know, it wasn't necessarily as good as you know some of the others that have been out. But uh, most of my found footage movies, I mean, they're mostly horror. It seems like. right, yeah. and, I, and I mean that's that was the one thing with this. It kind of took that found footage in a different direction. Yeah, and I appreciate it for that. For that, it did, so, I mean, it works. The movie works. Right. I just, for whatever reason, it didn't really. Now, do you think that's me. kind of something that? You know, because a lot of cinema goes in cycles. Do you think that found footage thing will come back? It will at some point, but it's not not now. It will definitely come back. There are some amazing uh, wreck. uh, Paranormal Activity is great. Um, Yeah. Uh, As Above, So Below. uh, Taking of Deborah Logan. Right. There are some very good found footage movies. Uh, I liked As Above, So Below, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, same here. Yeah. Yeah, I was pleasantly pleased. I think with it'll it. come back. You're going to get one, some indie, you know, one every once in a while. Right. It's going to work, but yeah, I, I don't think that's that trend is like going to be setting the world on fire this year or anything. Maybe no, I'm wrong, no, 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 no. What do I know? I'm no, no and, and I don't see really any huge epic movies here coming out in the next couple of years. So I mean, I think that huge, long, episodic movie is kind of you know taking a back seat now. Mm-hmm. So eventually, at some point, that's going to come back. Whoa. <laughs> uh huh. That means you've talked for too long. I know, damn it. I wanted to just go over real quick. I know I didn't. We didn't really uh, uh, plan this, but I just had a couple records. Okay. Uh, from from 
from then to now, basically. Just to, I'm just going to uh, run them off here. Um, 2009, Catatonia uh, put out a record called Night is the New Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very, very good, like, goth metal. But the, it's very good, the... Um, melodic very melancholy i guess it's not goth it's like melancholy metal well <laughs> to say that it's not goth i mean it's sort of goth but it's it, it, not super goth like melodic goth rock sure yeah, yeah yeah um 2011 stephen wilson put out a record called grace for drowning this is one of my all-time favorite records uh very prog rock weirdness very dark uh super um Weird, just weird, yeah. weird feeling like a two a.m. and you might not be alone in your apartment type situation. Like right. what is happening? Um, Twenty fifteen, Carpenter Brute put out a record called Trilogy. That's a synthwave. That's like for me, that's where synthwave really gets started. I mean, it started way before that, but for me, that's where it um, really became a thing, and that's a trend that I've continued since then. And then um, all the way back to two thousand nine, Devin Townsend's Key, K I. Um, huge huge record for me one of my all-time favorite records so i just wanted to give those some love since we kind of covered the the last 10 years there's been plenty of other things but those were the ones that just stuck out to me as being super important and i've got a few here too yeah um where i didn't go the last decade mine was just you know within the last year 2019 sure um Devin Townsend's Empath. He's so good. Uh, what a record. Su- such a mon- monumental album. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Devin what Townsend. What can you even say about it? <laughs> yeah. that, a, that, mean, that record's a monster. It's definitely a monster, for sure. Um, Amorphous had their new album, uh, The Queen of Time. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of follow- following within their formula that they've set up since 2006 definitely i would say probably their heaviest album um well actually no i i I can't really say it's their heaviest um under the red cloud was Hmm. pretty heavy too but it was right along the same veins of under the red cloud which was the album you know before very heavy very proggy yes um had a little bit of folk in there too which i'm into it which i enjoyed uh, Hammerfall had their new album, uh, Dominion. Uh, without a doubt, their heaviest album that they've come out with in probably the last 10 years or better. Um, the first Hammerfall 2 uh, that I've enjoyed from start to finish, there was only one track that was like an obvious filler hmm. that just really didn't do it for me. But you otherwise, one, right? Yeah, otherwise, the album was, you know, stellar. Uh, as far as Hammerfall is concerned. Um, a breakout band by the name of Demhov, and I could be pronouncing that completely wrong. That, this is new. I don't know this uh, one. It's, it's another um, progressive slash power metal mm. uh, group. So your thing. My, yeah, totally <laughs> my thing. Uh, the name of the album is The Boreal Flame. Of course it is. <laughs> Uh, okay. I, 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 I believe uh, I, I think it's six songs. Uh, the average run length I think is eight minutes. Long. I was just gonna guess six songs, probably uh, seventy <laughs> <You know>? minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I think I think the shortest track I think is just shy of eight minutes. That's funny. Uh, it has a very epic feel to it. Um, very, just 
insane soaring melodies, insane guitar work, etc. Sounds good. I have to check that out. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome, and that's that's about it for uh, for my honorable mentions as far as music is okay. concerned. Well, and what I'm surprised that Dustin, you didn't uh, uh, last year's album, Fear Inoculum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Tools. it. I loved it. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I was just kind of going with more like super important records from the last ten right, years, or at least right. for me. Uh, I like Fear Inoculum, but right. it's, it's probably not. Um, it definitely is not groundbreaking. I mean, it's it's just more. It's tool. them doing what they're doing, and yeah. I like it. It's good, but it's it's. I feel like I've evolved a bit since Tool, you know. Well, so, I, and I like the record. It's right. fine. It is fine. I just uh, I don't know. I wouldn't put it in my top. <laughs> Of the last ten years, right? Like, right by right, any right. means. Now, a band that I've really kind of gotten into, and they don't have very many albums. It's uh, K. Leo. Mm, I don't know. Uh, you've heard the song on Logan, Way oh, Down. Okay. okay, yeah. Um, if you listen to it, it's all very. They're, they're from the Netherlands, and and they're very bluesy, very guitar driven. Did you send me a song from that? Yes, okay, I, so did. I did. Hear them. Okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's you know, and I'm I'm big into that more. More like old blues, kind of, and it's kind of, kind of a, a a rock, you know, bass, but it's got a really bluesy. They do a lot of acoustic, a lot of slide guitar. What's it called again? Kaleo. Kaleo. Their ba- or their uh, album is A B, the last one that they're okay. Um, and I they've got two songs that they just put out that they're gonna have a new album coming out here oh, shortly. Cool. But, uh, there, there is another one that just came to mind. Uh, it's um, a group called Syra, C Y H R A. Um, the album is, I, I'm pretty sure it's called um, uh, "There's No Halos in Hell." <laughs> so, you know, it, it sounds like it would be they right. Get on my alley, on, right? They get stuck on. They get cut on those. Oh boy, never mind. Um, I was going to say they get stuck uh, on stalagmites or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. But. Uh, <laughs> My the brain. B- <laughs> the band itself is a relatively recent find for me. Uh, it came up in a Spotify recommendation. Good old Spotify. Um, My dudes. Doing a little bit more research into the band. Um, I guess they're a super group of like ex-members from In Flames. Oh. Um, oh, what, what other bands did they say? Amaranth. The current drummer for Camelot is in there. Oh, cool. Um, and and uh, like I think Annihilator there there was a guy from Annihilator in there. So it's a, really is a super. So group. just just a hodgepodge <laughs> of different musicians. Uh, they're out of Sweden. Um, I'm not surprised by that at all. <laughs> uh, it's it's like I wouldn't necessarily call them metal, though they definitely do have a bit of a bite to the music. Mm. Uh, the vocals are all clean, uh, at least from what I've heard, there hasn't been any fry screaming sure. or any distorted vocals or anything like that. Uh, but it's like melodic hard rock. Okay, I'm into it. Slash, like like I said, like, there, like, there, there's a little bit of metal in there. Anything but, like Catatonia or, or am I um, off like that? A, a little off. I mean, okay. definitely not near as melancholic or, okay. you know, Doom driven. Yes, um, I need some doom. <laughs> speaking of, uh, My Dying Bride just released their new single. Mm-hmm. Um, There's also a band oh, called The fantastic. Nighttime. Have you heard The Nighttime Project? Uh-uh. They're ex-Catatonia members and some Ooh. other people, and it's 
it's more like what if Catatonia never stopped being more of a doom band, right? Okay. So it's like it does have clean vocals, but it also has like the doom scream. You know. Okay. It's pretty good stuff. They got yeah, two records. Yeah. What, uh, going back to that, Syra, I, I could definitely see them being more of like a gateway band. I, they're they're very accessible from what I okay. from what I've I'll check into it. That sounds good. But I don't want to say that in a means to diminish their product. You know, I, I don't want to say because I could see it played on the radio, but it's yeah. not. You know what I'm trying to say? It's not that mainstream right, 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 right. type sound. Okay, it's. it's it's European mainstream, right. if you will, not not American mainstream. All right. But yeah, definitely, uh, definitely recommend it. All right. Well, Fair I mean, almost capping off our 2019 review, sure. we we would be very remiss to not mention the beginning of the Mandalorian. Oh yes, have I we mean, mentioned that? Have we talked about we Mandalorian? We have not talked about that at all yeah. for 2019. Yeah, or the Witcher. You know, I, Witcher. I, yeah. Another great start. I don't have anything else to say about Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> I think we I did mean, it. We, we've pretty much, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. But I mean, with the Disney Plus streaming s- service, you know, we, we get Goldblum, we get Witcher, now we're going to start getting a whole lot of other series that, that are going to start popping up. Well, Witcher's up. on Netflix now. Well, I know that. <laughs> oh, actually, I was actually, real quick, this is a good time to do this. I was okay. told to uh, verbally and possibly physically attack you for something you said. Oh. About the show Dallas. And that uh, who shot Jr. thing was all a dream. Apparently, yes. it was not. It was no. Yes, it was. I looked it up. No, and so there was an entire season that was a dream. Right, but the who shot Jr. thing was not a part of the dream. The fact that Jr. was dead and everything else that whole season was a dream. That's not what I read. And whoever Wikipedia wrote that is wrong. Okay, all right. I was told to say this to you. Well, by an anonymous caller. Well, tell them they're wrong. All right, I will. All right. Be- because Bobby woke up and Jarrah was still alive. Okay. I was alive when that show was going oh, on. Oh, okay. So was this mystery person. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yes. No. All right. All right. Now, who Just tell me what they said. Now, I know. All right. But the whole fact that Jarrah was dead <laughs> was a dream. Okay. The internet will decide. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, because, no, because you no, always uh, trust what's on the internet. Also, I have no uh, horse in you this race. You have no dog I don't in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else before we go? The only thing, a uh, little bit, you know, we've we've kind of veered away from comic books just for a little while. Yeah. Two biggest things probably last year. Well, Hickman. Uh, and that was on top of my list yeah. is the, you know, the, the the basically the the installment of Jonathan Hickman in control of the X-verse. Sure. Um, the rebranding of all the titles, making X-Men great again, which it was making incredible. them back to the 90s greatness yeah. that they were. And the, you know, kind of the uh, dissolving of the Tom King, DC, yes. Batman, Catwoman Whatever debacle happening, yeah. for that year that, you know, that whole incident with the wedding and everything else that was not greatly received. No. So, and, and the kind of, the phasing of him out uh, through the Batman titles. Yes. So, I mean, those were probably the two biggest events sure. in comic books. And there was tons of other stuff. But there we, were tons. There's no way we could talk about all that stuff. No, and not, you know, we're just be here three for men. three yeah. hours. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, thanks for listening, everyone. We do have a Twitter if you want to tweet us some things. It's at GeekSinks. We have a Facebook, uh, Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. You can add right. us on there. We have an email. NerdsGeekSinks at gmail.com. And we do have Instagram now. So We have an Instagram. Do you know yeah. what the thing is on there? I is think it's just Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. Okay. 
we also have a red bubble if you're interested in like you know helping us out there's uh, some merch you can get like a coffee cup or a shirt or something clock clock get yourself a clock so you can know what time it is stickers yeah whatever you want yeah, yeah go on there uh anything, anything else anything? no not that i can think of we'll be back to our regular uh breaking down shows and should I mention through the? Should I mention that I put out two records last year? Go for it. Go for it. I put out two records last yeah, year. Yeah, shameless plug. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you can go on to Bandcamp and find them. It's a uh, Dcraft at Bandcamp. Dcraft.bandcamp.com. D K R E F F T. Oh. Bandcamp.com. I had a CD in the last decade too. You did. Yeah. The talk uh, about it. <laughs> uh, when I was in college, um, I was part of a two-piece. Uh, black slash death metal group called seven winters yeah. out of uh springfield with a fellow college mate um it's not currently up anywhere i've been meaning to change that trying um i don't know how i haven't heard it since then pardon i haven't heard any of it since then you played me some of it back then but i never got to hear yeah much of it. um i i know back when myspace was still huge mm-hmm. you know there was uh four, stuff was up the, yeah. there was four tracks mm-hmm. up on the um on the old um the old page. player but i have since gone back to it because i was going to um show someone the songs are still up but they no longer play myspace sucks yeah so <laughs> yeah uh at some point <laughs> between then and now the, the players stopped working yep it is all right well that's cool but, yeah. get those up and we'll talk about it yep for sure. Yeah. Appreciate All right. it. I think final thing, no, just if you see us on uh, Instagram or our Facebook, go to our SoundCloud and subscribe. That way you get a uh, notification oh, yeah. of all new episodes. Do uh, do the old sub thing on iTunes and leave us a review. That yep. would help too. Yep. That would help a bunch. All of our international listeners that we've had. Oh, Greece. What's up, Greece? No doubt. Greece and Japan, What's you guys are wrong. Greece. Got a Kiwi the other day listening to yeah. us. Yeah. Um. What in Germany? Yeah, the the places you guys are from. We yeah. We want to hear about what it. And we're amazed and thank you. Yeah, that's it. Thank you guys. That's all right. We love you deeply. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> I got nothing else. I I'm done. I fell I fell out of the hot air balloon. We've all been in this Stick whole time. A, you know, <laughs> you've been hanging by your ankle rope at the bottom of that 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 uh, blimp for quite some yes. time. All right, I'm done. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Gentlemen, thanks again for having me. Thanks for being here. Yep. Thanks for putting up with our crap. <laughs> and now shut up. We're turning it off. All right. See ya. <laughs>